0: In the Wise Guy Roundtable, to my left, A.J. Hoffman, who had a monster college football weekend. You're good in the NFL, not quite as good. Well, Well, listen, in the college, you've won the title two years in a row. Yeah. At pregame.com, the best record. Trophies in my office. Two years in a row. It's in your mind. That's right. And to my right... The two-time super contest champion. And you know why that's applicable? Because we're talking super contest picks here. Steve Fezzik. I'm RJ Bell. All right. Here's what we're doing a little differently. We're gonna keep the five, four, three, two, one, which was very popular. What we're doing differently is these are not gonna be four hours or five. What I've thought of is it's going to be so much better to split these things up into targeted chunks of 45 to 50 minutes. Now, or longer, along those lines, you guys, before the show, or before this show, a few minutes ago, a while back, you did a college football pod that had some other stuff in it,
1: right? An NFL pod that had college picks at the end.
0: College picks at the end, and the NFL wasn't game-based. It was was theory-based. Yes. So, Fez, you had some good stuff you built up over time. What were the main theories you talked about?
2: So we talked about uh, scoring in the NFL. We just had an unprecedented high-scoring NFL year. What's going to happen in 2021? We -hmm. think directionally it's still going to be higher scoring than all the years prior to 2020. Yes, yes. So it had a quantum – so
0: you get into that. Now, I actually agreed with you there. The only thing I would say that I've been thinking of lately and I've heard talked about – by the really advanced analytics guys, like not just the advanced, but the ones on the cutting edge is there's going to be a team one day. They say that will go for it on fourth down. Always kind of like, is that a high school team? that, Pres- does that?
2: Presbyterian, the blue hose of college football the did not hose? punt. How's that spelled? H O S C. Okay. Well, I just didn't know. It's a bunch of old
1: hookers.
0: <laughs> no, okay, no. but actually that's interesting for some reason. And I, I shouldn't even say this. But in fact, I'm not. I think it's the first time oh, I'm not going to say Sunday.
1: Play the boo. No,
0: uh, <laughs> no because it, it involves religion, and I oh, it, yeah, and yeah. to me, I'm respectful. Even though I, you know I'm not an active churchgoer because Sunday's busy for me. But but I was raised Catholic, and you know there's still lingering effects, good and bad. I think. You know, I'm I was a triple threat. I mean, everyone that's a Catholic almost gets baptized, and the first Holy Communion is pretty common. But confirmation a lot of people was voted from that point yeah in my mind I had voted but I was there you did it I did Look at you. I think that was the last time I was in church <laughs> <laughs> okay so fourth down they were talking about the idea that it not only helps scoring cause on both sides it helps not only because it's more efficient but because it allows third down to have more flexibility for the play caller. F- third and seven, all of a sudden you can run, right? Where yes. unless you bust a draw or whatever back in the day, it was hard. And I know we're not there yet, but we are in a position where the team knows, and tell me if you agree with this, guys, we would go for it on fourth here, though it may be they're on their own 40 if we can get, you know, within two yards. like there's... I think they have the option of being a little more broad on third down, even though it won't work every time. That maybe they'll punt sometimes, but if you run it and say, if we get four yards or more, we're going to go for it on fourth, if we don't get the first, and if we get less, we'll, we'll kick. It still frees you up to run on third, right? Exactly
2: right, and I think we're rapidly approaching the point where in a few years, every NFL team that has fourth and one in the opponent's side of the field is going to go for it, mm-hmm. every single one. So even on their own 10? No, past midfield. Oh, does anyone not like go for that 40? now? Oh, teams punt all the time from in like NFL? fourth and one from the opponents, 44. Tomlin punts all the time. Wow, somehow he's never had a losing season, though. <laughs> I mean, who knows what record he'd have if
0: he that <laughs> Fez in his ear? <laughs> you know what's funny? I've actually come around. I used to really think Fez was worried about little tiny details that he could understand because he's not a coach. I'm not a coach when it comes to game theory. The more I listen to people with an open mind, the game theory is bigger than I realized. It felt like it was like 5%. Maybe it's more, you know, maybe it's 15. What would your estimate be? Like Tomlin, Let's last question, we'll move on to the games. Is Tomlin's bad at game theory, right? And who's the best at it? I mean, I guess uh, Peterson Belichick. was really good. Well, a lot of people say Belichick's too conservative now.
2: Mm. Um, yeah, Peterson. Peterson's cutting edge. But he's fired. He might be even too far. The one guy that is over. He's fired. Yeah. The best guy's out of a job. He might have actually taken the pendulum a little too far that when he has no offense and a bad quarterback, he still does all this hyper-aggressive stuff.
0: There's actually, I think it's called Unexpected Points. It's a podcast on PFF's network. And the guy had the head analytics guys for the Eagles the entire time of uh, Peterson's tenure. And he was on for like an hour and 15 talking all game theory stuff. You should check that one out. I mean, it was maybe three weeks ago.
2: Interesting. And I, to answer your question, I think it's upwards of 20%. And here's why. 20% of what? Of of the overall importance of coaching. Okay. Game And here's why. That sounds crazy to be so high. Because these decisions and the end game and the final two minutes – are so critical to success. Like in the NBA, fouling when you're up three and the other team, don't let them shoot a three, that one decision is so critical that a coach makes properly and practices in properly. In that 20%, you're not counting things
0: like passing more on first down and things like that, right? No, You're no. saying just the punt. When to hit. punt,
2: when to go for it, when to timeout. call a timeout. Okay, exactly. 20%. When to go for two. Okay. What do you think of that, AJ? Yeah,
1: 20% is probably about right. All right. I'm lower on coaches like Tomlin, who are sort of almost like a, a rock, like a, a, a go team. Like he, he hypes guys up, and I, there is a value to that. But I think that's like uh, that low on my list of priorities. But as here's a coach. the
0: thing: if he has the ability as a CEO coach to bring in good coordinators, isn't that more important? I mean, like how important is it that that Tomlin, maybe though he was a defensive coordinator for Minnesota, but again, it's been a long time ago. How important is it that he isn't the guy at the chalkboard? Wouldn't you rather be able to hire an excellent person at the chalkboard and then you not be at the chalkboard? And the fact that you're not gets the guy in the door because you don't want the coach being too hands on. Oh,
1: I agree with that too.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think you need the technicians. I just don't think they have to be the head coach. Is myself. What do you think, Fred?
2: Yes, but it helps if the head coach is at least part of it. In pre production meeting, we talked about how every single good team that we see, when they have fourth and goal from the one, they just yell out, there's a code, Hippo! or giraffe, and that means rush to the line of scrimmage and run a specific play. Mm-hmm. They don't even think about it. They snap it within six seconds. Ole Miss did that in their game uh, against Louisville. That's the mark of a, of a well-coached team that maybe— It's a, it's a mark of one aspect, aspect of, a of a well-coached. But but it's so aggravating to see the coach— Lane Kiffin has his flaws. I don't know. Let's call a timeout. Let's think about it. Let's put it in the jumbo backfield and stack everyone up and lose two yards on a run.
0: But would Tomlin be
2: that person? I have no idea what Tom... Tom just seems to uh, on wing wing it. At
0: some point, we got to wonder, is the things the Steelers are good at mutually exclusive to some of these other things? Mm. Because I'll give you an example. And one of the things we're going to get into here, preseason play, how much you're getting your team ready. If you're not, how much does it hurt you early? Mm. Right? Week one or even first half, right? Right. And to me, is... One of the things that Lombardi says, friend of the show, Mike Lombardi, a very a guy I respect a ton, is the reason he doesn't like the Bears is they're the Bears, but under Nagy they're not a tough team. And that you can be a like Andy Reid is a innovative coach, but he's tough. He wants his team to be tough. Some teams have some of these coaches have abstracted, intellectualized the game so much, there is a toughness to it. And I, you know, I wonder if some of the things Tomlin hurts himself with or hurts the team with, uh, he benefits from with some other things that you couldn't, because it's like the guy who, like, that's a, an intellectual, like, a, let's say, that's a head of a company, but he, he's a loner or he, he's uh, introverted, right? The guy that's always glad handing and stuff and he's out there networking, he's not home reading. So, so, you, so th- you look at that guy and you say, wow, he's an empty suit. He's a haircut, Right. But then, if you got the guy at home, and he's kind of antisocial, doesn't that hurt you in another he way? He doesn't
1: have the charisma to lead. Yeah. yeah.
0: So some of these things, I think, are a lever that if one goes up, one goes down. No, not all of them.
1: I mean, it's just like like a build a player thing on a video game. You can only attribute so many stats to each category. You have this. You have the same one hundred percent. You know, I think there are guys where game theory is more important. I think there's guys where being the the CEO or a mm-hmm. a, a motivator is more important. Like Ron Rivera is a motivator. Uh, like it, there's.
0: Yeah, it brings up an interesting point though. To finish my side of this, is maybe that's why Belichick, and Andy Reid, and Sean Mc or not Sean McVay. Um, I had a mental block. The uh, New Orleans coach, Sean Payton. Sean Payton is. Those guys, I mean, remember, Peyton was Bill Parcell's fair-haired boy, right? So you, I can promise you Peyton's tough. He seems tough. And again, what's tough, right? You're not getting into fights. It's the kind of guy doesn't sleep the night before, and he's not crying about it. It was a, a toughness to it, right? So one of my longtime friends, Tom, is not tough when he's not sleeping. Oh, my God. You're, ah, oh, my God. It's like, where's the, when's the moratorium on complaining about not getting sleep? So if you don't sleep a lot Saturday night. When should you stop complaining about that, AJ Hoffman?
1: I mean, I can't. I can't talk. I've, I'm complaining about not sleeping last I, night. I would be
0: talking about you if you weren't here.
2: Uh. Yeah, the irony is before you arrived, AJ was complaining but about lack of sleep. At least the night tomorrow, I'll be over it. Though
0: it's the, at least the night, the night after, right or the day after. What do you think, Steve?
2: I, I think someone asked you how you slept last night. I slept great. I feel great. Even like you feel like you're almost in a coma. Well, you cried so a lot, lot about not,
0: when we had a long pod. You were talking. about I had about
1: to your... work ten hours. I've been up twelve but, hours straight. But, <laughs> would we
3: agree
0: if
2: it
1: was?
3: <laughs>
0: 12 Imagine.
1: hours I've been up Being up 12 hours straight is worth crying about
0: uh, he, he, he was crying about it But he, at least he's joking about it Now it makes it funny Okay, but here's the question though If it's Saturday, could you still be talking about it on, no. Like on Wednesday? No Put him on mic He's in town No, no. no I, Your boss is giving you an order right now When did you quit complaining about this? When did you quit complaining about this? Yesterday And would you complain about it today if it wasn't for this?
4: Did you complain about this today? Really- he's getting translation. Maybe,
0: maybe. <laughs> How do you?
1: Are you embarrassed right now? The no, m- I'm very rested. Did you notice Tom before said he could hear everything going on? Now he can't hear. He lied to <laughs> you. That's an interesting. He lied to point. your face. President
0: <laughs> Reagan used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> he acted like he couldn't hear a question if he didn't like the question.
1: Like you asked him before we started. He's like you said, Tom. Can you hear everything? He's like I can hear everything. Yeah. That's an interesting point. Now he can't Tom. hear. Thanks, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want this to be a house of
3: lies.
1: (laughs) That's a good point. The
0: truth is profound. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Did did we even start the clock?
1: No. Well, I wanted to get through. I wanted to burn through our, uh, and we're going to have a podcast later this week, kind of deep diving into this. All right, so
0: let's do this. We're going to tell a recap quickly here of all of our season win best bets. Consensus. Consensus. And then we're going to do either Thursday or Friday. Based on how I'm feeling, if I get sleep tonight, is, <clears throat> is uh I want to re-examine all of these because I we got some new data and I'm not saying I'm not saying we're invalidating these, I'm saying I might add a few. You know? Okay. If, as you might add one, you know, you won't be in on the pod, but okay, so give us a rundown. Let me give you a little background
1: music. Thank you. All right. August eighth, we gave out the NFC and AFC North, Minnesota. We gave out over 8.9. Everybody still feel good about that? That was our consensus then.
0: Okay, we weren't running through it all. Let's all right. Run them all.
1: And then uh we said we recommended waiting. Well, let's say this. If someone's got a real objection to something, we bat, we'll speak up. Okay. There. We recommended waiting until the morning of Thursday night football to kick off, which is tomorrow now, on the Green Bay under.
0: We're taping on Wednesday, go ahead.
1: And that number at the time was 10 and a half. Now we're pushing up to 11. So we made the right call there. Uh, in the AFC, we bet Baltimore over 11, Cincy under 6.5. Is that
0: before the
2: running back got hurt?
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. How much did that adjust for you, Finn? I think it's worth like a tenth. Gus Edwards is a perfectly capable backup, but the problem is now there's another in- running back that's injured, so the cluster injuries are becoming concern. And If Gus Edwards goes down, that's a huge problem. Didn't they... Who they just sign? Lev Bell. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, nice to have a time machine.
1: NFC East, Washington over 8.6, under Dallas 9. AFC East, New England over 9.5, under Miami 9.2. NFC South over Tampa 11.6, under Carolina 7.5. We had no over in the AFC South, two unders. Under 6.4 on Jacksonville. Under 9.3 on
2: Tennessee. Where's that Jacksonville number right now?
1: 6.1. NFC West, we had over 8.5 Arizona, under 10 Seattle. AFC West, over 8.6 Denver, under 9.5 Chargers. And we recommended half unit bets on overs, full unit on under. W- what was
2: this, Seattle again?
1: Under 10.
0: Yeah. All right, let's repeat that one more time. So Fez had a very interesting uh, mathematical proof, actually that the buys towards the overs this year were stronger than ever in, in the pricing? Is that yeah, fair
2: to say? Y- yes, 8.6 was the average that was being dealt by the bookmakers. If you comp- composite average of all 32 teams. Because
0: 8.5 would be the average with 17 games? And no ties, that's right.
2: Okay, well, no t-
0: certain ties, right? But yes. I guess a tie is a loss, effectively. Right? Exactly. Okay, because it's not a win. Um, and you speculated that playing unders was vig-free and playing overs was minus 120. Yes. You think that's right
2: or not? It was approximately right. I, when I factor in the, the ties, it's even slightly higher than that. Okay. So you think if you went right now and shopped at five
0: outs, you had five outs and played the best number on everyone mechanically, the best under you could get on every team, your positive EV. Yes. By how
2: much? Smidge. smidgey widge. Smidgey-widgey. All right. I can accept that. Okay. But if you played the NFC teams under – I think you're even better because the NFC has nine road games, and I don't feel that's being properly accounted for in all the strength of schedule numbers.
0: All right. Well, as uh, one of our friends would say,
3: Showtime!
0: (gasps) Woo! So we're doing our best bets. And remember, this sound is the sound of conflict. How do we resolve conflict here? With cash, cold hard
1: cash. I was hoping it was fisticuffs. It
0: was funny on, well, yeah, <laughs> it was funny on uh, Straight Out of Vegas today. AJ was bragging that he That's bet false. against me on Seattle, and I, and I go, um, what was the numbers? And you know, we ended up having even money. I had San Francisco, he had Seattle, so I got like uh, just fifty cents, you know,
1: no big deal. That podcast was lost though. I don't know if that bet even counts. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: so after he admitted to it, he piped down a lot, and I just said, "That's the way you do it, kids." I'm trying to teach the young. <laughs> don't that's bet, you,
2: that's don't how you steal candy from, from babies. Don't that's bet. A, don't <laughs> bet RJ and if given no. a, a favorable no. option. Oh, you're oh, new to town?
0: Yeah. Oh, let me help you out. Listen. <laughs> we, sorry, RJ. Here's the beauty of it. Force bets here. Force bets. If there's disagreements. So we all pick five games. Now, we are in the super contest. Again, well, we haven't signed up, but we will. And I don't know how to What's say What's the deadline? Uh Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, we write whenever the entry deadline is. Yeah, well, right? we'll enter Friday night. Yeah, but here's the thing. I don't. I, you know what's funny? I had Mark do the work on this. Can you do me a favor, Tom? Can you email Mark? And tell, did you, you get CC'd on him sending me that? Print everything he sent me out. I, we got where we are in the three year. Mm. I think someone's ahead of us. Oh. Because I, I read just the first sentence. but Let's I, get him on the team. Oh, see, we're not like Kevin Durant. Oh, <laughs> I, I want to find a way to slowly lead poison him. Okay, that I mean, works not too. Not really, but if there was a kind of lead poisoning that didn't affect you long term, okay,
2: right? We just them, killed. Leave you. them a voice message. Week one. Hey, this is uh, Cornegay over at the Westgate. The the deadline's two hours later than what we published in our post. <laughs> we're we're getting an overlay if you show.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so we're gonna tell you when I do get that. But um, we've been amazing. I mean, I don't know how else to say. Winning every year, I think 56% or 57 was our lowest year. This is picking five mother-effing games a week. Yeah, yeah do we exploit some stale lines? Yes, we do. But let me ask you, Fez, as the only two-time Super Contest champion walking the earth. Two-time. Or, two or the only one that's ever been born. Because it, well, it <laughs> sounds like it's some dead guy. No, no. Is... Would you rather be able to shop lines the entire week reasonably not like rogue rogue lines is it easier to hit 56% in the super contest but you're forced to pick 5 or is it easier to hit it in real life because real, the trade I can play
2: early in the week real life it's easier yes okay
0: now if you don't play overnight
2: if you start monday morning I'm gonna put Monday at noon as the cutoff point. Once so if it's it,
0: afternoon, if it's afternoon, it's afternoon on Monday,
2: I'd rather get to play the stale numbers on Wednesday. Yes, okay.
0: Because the trade-off is, on one, you've got a set of number. Like there was a game here this week. We would love if we could get three and a half. It was three and a half all week. Uh, what was that game? Faz, that was the uh, Falcons Eagles. Falcons Eagles. Mm-hmm. But Cornegay, and let's give them credit. I hate it. They know they have a great feel where numbers are moving, and they will play perspective moves, and all the time they're almost right every time on the direction, not the win or loss.
2: Right. I heard a podcast that actually compared and contrast, and the podcaster gave him credit, said, well, it's pretty much known that the Westgate look-ahead lines are sharper than anybody else's stale look-ahead lines because the skews that they have tend to be play out that that's the actual line moves, a good forecast of them. Regarding it being easier when you bet earlier, well, just last week, if you turned into the dream pod, RJ and I gave you New England, minus one week three hosting the Saints. Well, that line is three and rising. So it shows those look-ahead lines and those early bets. You can get value that just you're never going to get that big of a a value betting the week of the game.
0: Uh, Am I reading this right, that we're number two? Is that how you say it? Text him and I, did you even look at it?
4: Text him and ask him. He'd say, oh, I don't know. Well, how would I know? <laughs> Mark, Mark, send it to me. I, look, I saw the same thing. Second, yeah.
0: Let's confirm, though. Okay. It looks like some dude named Brett Farr four 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 is one game ahead of us. Son of a bitch. And the amazing thing is third place, four games behind. So in the entire planet, there's, four, there's two up top. We're sagging. And that's it. Then there's, like, games and games and games. and someone else. And let's be honest, guys, and let's be honest with ourselves. If you're Sharp, aren't you playing the biggest contest in the world? Oh, yeah. The 5,000 is the biggest that I'm – is there any bigger one you know about, Fez? No. So we are in the biggest NFL contest in the world. It's gone for three years. We've We've been in it three years. And of everyone in the world, we were the second best. And one game back, and not Brett Favre's going down.
3: Maybe
1: he'll get canceled sending dick pics or to, to some female reporter or something.
0: Do you think this is really de- – It's got to
1: be. You think? Yeah. <laughs> well, if it was, that would be cool. That
0: would be awesome. <laughs> it
3: would be. <laughs> All right.
2: That's pretty impressive, eh, Steve? Oh, I don't – I can't imagine how it couldn't be more impressive, especially because by week one we're going to – be number one, not number two.
0: Oh, so we're going to do a running all time total. <laughs> yes. What happens if one of the other hundreds of people that's played at various points of this contest get on a streak? That's McKenzie's job to track that. No, I don't think we're <laughs> even going to count it. Um, <laughs> one last thing I got my, our year to year. So, if I calculate this out every, every year. So, here we go. All right. So, last year, we were 44 and 36. And by the way I finished I, we were with 2 weeks left we were at 500. Oh, that's good. And I said that's unacceptable. <laughs> I think we were at 9 and 1.
1: We got to hit the turbo boost,
0: you said. Yeah, I said I'm going to get serious. 55%. 44 and 36, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Next one 45 and 37. Jeez, it's just like like 55%. Okay. And then 48 and 32.
2: That's 67%. 67. Oh, that's 60%. Okay,
0: yeah. So add it all up. Hold on. Is that correct? Oh.
2: Well, I can just – it's 56.6%. 56.6. W-
0: so 17 times 5 times 3. How many picks is that?
2: Uh-huh. 17 times 15, 225, 242, 255. 27? Say it again? How many? 255. Correct. 255 picks.
0: And we're over 56%? Yes. Damn, I wish I was the captain of that team. Wait. <laughs> Faz, we'll get you your third, man. We got to do it. What do you think of that, Mackenzie? Proud to be part of the team. Yeah, you had nothing to do with the wins, though, I don't think. Do you? I saw you make the picks. No, you actually have. Well, you've made them for it. <laughs> True. I mean, I'll She's give broad- McKenzie some some credit. He helped us last year. There was probably five or six games. If we would have done it third or Friday, we will... I don't think we would have been... Well, I know we wouldn't have been near as good, but he was willing to go down there Saturday night and wait until the last minute as necessary. Now, him and... The broad he was with at the time. I'm not sure about his date dating life now. They were getting the free hotel room. 56.6. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes, it's actually slightly less because I'm not counting accounting for ties. Which, if you count the ties, but you wouldn't count the ties. Ties are like no action. The another half point. They are action.
0: Oh, so you're saying they would draw it down to? 50. I don't think so that would be 56.4. Yeah. That's
2: yeah. the only way for them to count it, right? Just wanted to,
0: to disclose, yeah. Yeah,
3: because
0: yeah. they want everyone to be on the same scale. Is right, no The right. only reason they did yeah. that. So, just to be clear. If, I, if you go five, or let's say you go six, four, and one in the ones to push, people don't count to one. It's like that bet you got your money back. I've never seen any handicap. But in a
2: contest, it's six and a half oh, no, points. I understand, out of the I line. understand yeah.
0: why. But I'm saying we're not right. trying to like cheat when we say this. We're just saying it, they do it in a contest for a very specific reason. It doesn't really have to do with what we're talking about. Right. So, yeah, he did. But the thing was, he, he, he was getting a free. Now, they offer those free rooms again this year? No. Okay. Because McKenzie, I mean, how many weekends did you stay at the Westgate? Must have been 20. You Every weekend? Every weekend. Oh, my God. That girl, how did you tell her you were getting this? You just say, yeah, part of my job.
4: Yeah, I just said, you know, I'm a big shot. You know, I got, I got cool you things. You said, I'm a big shot? <laughs> yeah, in those words, yes.
0: Oh, that's not the way to do it. <laughs> you act like you're a big shot, but you say you're not. This
1: is nothing. I get a bunch of stuff. <laughs> What do you think of that, AJ? You have you were no part of any. No of part it. of it. I'm a, I mean, I no pressure, right? So really, I'm just imagine if in. we hit
0: 50, like only like 53% this year. I mean, it would be a winning year, but you know.
1: Listen, all I'm gonna do is give you my my best input, and if you want to throw it in the trash, you go ahead and throw it in the trash. Oh
0: yeah, but here's the thing, Maddie is gonna be. I'm gonna talk to him tomorrow. I think I want him helping out, but with his job now, it's not only that he it, it's busy. It's like he and, and again. We talked about a month ago about it, but he is worried—not worried. He's conscientious of the fact that if he's given picks, because his company's just getting bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, USIntegrity.com—it's the, the, you know, far as I can see, the biggest integrity company out there. He's a hell of a guy. He's a good friend of uh, Faz and I. And though you know his picking hasn't been great, I still think we would have won it that first year. You ever hear about that? No. Like, Fez went, like, what did you go, 15 and 5 or something on your back? I mean, yeah. like, really good. Like, well, why are we saying 20 weeks, by the way? it's Isn't it 17 weeks usually? It,
2: yes. So 17. Well, it's 18 this year. Yeah, this year, but we're talking about the last I think it's because we talked about Survivor and yeah. Survivor had a 20-week contest because they got the okay. double-ups. So he
0: went, like, 15 and, and – and, well, not 15, like 13 and 4. I went, like, about the same. And and Matt and here's the thing we tease him about it. He went like you know like like five and twelve on his best bet. His rest of his picks were great, and his insight during the conversations, the way he'd help us on Friday night, I think he probably evened himself out with us.
1: Were, were you guys automatically yeah. taking your three best bets? And that almost, was three of the five? almost, almost. But okay. you know,
0: we listen. We try to win. Yeah. There's a certain contingent that gets mad if we don't. You know something.
2: If our quarterback catches COVID, we're not. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Yeah. Right?
0: You know what we're going to do, though? How does this sound? Fez, you can tell me if you agree. Any pick we make that's a best bet here, we put a dime on it that night. Yeah, and I then agree. we'll Then if us betting a dime on it at the time we make it isn't validating enough for you, bye-bye. Okay. Yeah. Um. But what we do now is, Whatever we feel on Friday. But we have a strong bias towards these because it's what we like. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes I have a pivot. If we had to
1: put the, pl- the plays in tonight, these are the plays we'd put in. For sure.
0: Yeah. All right, let's do it. First game. Oh, so best bet, we, you know, we should let him go first. <laughs> or do you want to go first, guys?
1: No. Go ahead. Uh, my best bet's going to be Washington, the football team. I'm a believer the Chargers have gotten overhyped this offseason, probably more than anybody. Uh, I think Herbert, we talked about this last week, a, a top five regression candidate at QB, if not the biggest regression candidate. Why? Uh, because it, rookies typically, if they do as well as he did in year one, year two get up on the board, the goes down. The and I, don't, I don't know that he's total. as good as that. They've had a lot of offensive line uh, losses. They're, they're, there's no continuity with, with LA's offensive line. Uh, yeah,
0: but net, it's an improvement,
1: right? Uh, Could be long-term, definitely not week one, though.
0: Could be long-term or or, or very
1: likely long-term. Likely Mm long-term. Week one, certainly not, though. Brian Balaga, who's one of their best linemen, their right tackle, has a hip flexor. He's questionable right now to even play. Uh, And, listen, they've got a rookie left tackle. They've got no continuity on the offensive line, and they are about to play the best defensive front four in football. And Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, 173 total pressures last year between those four guys.
0: So give us some relativity to that. Like what's a typical team?
1: I I don't know. I know that's the most for a a defensive front combined. Mm -hmm. Those, those four, those four guys, this is, it seems like the worst possible game to be breaking in a new offensive line when those four guys are standing across from you.
0: So let's think about this. We've, we've done a study on returning offensive linemen in the NFL Phil uh, phil Steele did a lot of that work in college football still does he has an annual still right i didn't get it this year he does okay so um what we figured out was and mckenzie tell me if this is a good reiteration of it is if you lose and we've got a system if you lose your center it costs it's more you lose a top 32 at pff grade it's a bone you know it's more of a loss right now that's very ham-handed We could, like, have an average of PFF, some other grades, and really see who's been lost, who's been gained. We're doing broad strokes. McKenzie, so how many per year meet this category? About nine per year. Nine teams. Okay, that's a lot of teams. Okay, so this year the Chargers meet that category, obviously. The Kansas City Chiefs do. They have big disruption on the O-line. These teams historically – have underperformed their season wins by a full game. And we've had 54. And so what would the ATS record be, or not the ATS, what would the over-under win total record be if you had played under in all these teams for the last five years, not this year, obviously? Because you don't have a grade yet.
4: Hold on. I don't have that in front of me.
0: Okay. So we'll see that. But if it's a full game under, unless there's a bad variable. 100 cents? Yeah, 100 cents. So... This team meets that criteria.
4: It doesn't mean they're not going to be better later. You'd be 33 and 15, by the way.
0: 33 winners, 15 losers. Hey, that's just right around minus 220. And it, that's a good point. So the extra 100%. And I, I think I'm just doing this in my head right now. That's over 67%.
1: Yes. And as we mentioned, we're on chargers under for the season. Yes. so One of our favorites.
0: If there's any time during the year, and we're looking into that, and that's some of the things we'll talk about on the next pod we'll do this week, remember, subscribe. Subscribe. It's free. Subscribe. Don't say I didn't warn you if you missed something. Now, how much would that suck if you were a big fan, you listen, you listen. You miss a pod, you end up losing, let's say, whatever you bet, whatever your best bet is, and you're mad at yourself. Send me, if you do that, send me that money and be double bad at yourself. <laughs> All right. Um, but what did you agree, Faz? Uh, sorry, one second. Is the week one is going to be the time this is the most pronounced. Week 17, 18, the, the least, because the cohesion happens as time Absolutely. Passes. And we're going to break that down. Go ahead.
1: So we're talking a, a team with no offensive line continuity, standing across from the mm-hmm. best front four in football, Here's the other thing about Justin Herbert that really nobody's talking about. Great first season. No one's complained. Looked, right. a, looked all new OC, new system. They've got to do all that in this offseason.
0: Another thing, I think it's going to be better in the long term, but it's not going to take now. time
1: to gel. Yeah.
0: Real quick, how much? I don't remember. I didn't watch a ton of preseason. How much did the Chargers play their their starters?
2: None. So that's why this is actually my best bet. Herbert didn't play at all. So that's my best bet as well on the Washington football team because think about this. I've got this brand new O line. Well, you know we're going to have to work out the kinks with some actual game day play here in preseason. No,pe because Brandon Staley uh, comes from the Ram coach tree where preseason doesn't matter, and I think that that is a real huge strike against the Chargers here, mm, having to go to and, like first half more. Yeah, sure. What do we
0: see? Great, great point. In the first half line. Well, the McKenzie? game's pick so it's, it's got to be yeah. pick em.
2: We don't have Gosh. to look it up. It doesn't have to be.
0: Uh, yeah. would it be funny if it was like minus two for the skin or, or the former skins? Sure. For the contest, plus
2: one. It's on actually minus one. I misread this. I thought it was plus one, but it's actually Washington is minus one oh. on the contest. I don't think I would have best bet this at minus one. But then I thought about it, you know what? This is, at the current market numbers, this is clearly my favorite play, and should I really sweat one point, the line, the market line's pick them.
0: I think one point should matter. It still doesn't necessarily bring, and that's the paradox here. You can value a point. It's really a tick, yeah. right? So you're, there's one number because if it should have been Pickham, there's one number that I guess it, you thought it was the other way.
2: What what is the market right now, Pickham? Yeah, it's all over so the board. Is, I've so, seen I've seen both teams' favorite at different shops. Okay,
0: so that's it. So you could almost get plus money on Washington if you shopped it. You can get plus one. Yeah, I see they're minus 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, this looks actually fair because I'm seeing Pinnacle is minus one on the charges, but it's plus 107, you know, on the you know, so you're paying Jumbo going the other way. All right, what is that, a dime line? What do they do, 10-cent straddle?
1: I think so. Nine at Pinnacle, it- yeah, typically. On the NFL? Yeah, that's what I've been seeing.
0: McKen- uh, okay, I would look at that. All right, um, that's interesting. I think that at different times during the week they might mm. vary it a little bit too. You think they wouldn't want nine because when it's minus one oh five, it's just gonna seem askew right. when it's flat. But I guess they're hardly ever
2: flat. They, I mean, they it might right. be minus one oh four, minus one oh four, and as soon as they move off of that, it becomes nine cents. That's possible. Because I'll have to look goes, at that. because
0: it goes because yeah, if, if you're around 50 fit, that's why like baseball has break points, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're laying my if it was like minus one thirty plus one or plus one twenty for the dime. Uh, that is better than if it was minus 110 plus 100 or whatever. So, okay. Uh, So, Fez, I didn't realize – I mean, I knew it, but it was in the back of my mind. We have a double best bet to
2: start. We do.
0: Why don't you step up and – continue the handicap, and you guys can go back and forth on it.
2: Yeah, so I think you guys absolutely nailed the key points. One point you didn't discuss, Herbert, boy, he kicked butt last year. There was no crowd noise last year. So now I've got the second-year quarterback that never had to face that adversity on top of all this, and I think that's going to be a big deal. We've got 12 new quarterbacks on teams this year, and— I think the magnification of not having to play last year without any crowd noise and now having to deal with that along with brand new teams for and both.
0: You think the second-year quarterbacks are going to be the ones that we might not think to penalize them the first road game, but they're going to be susceptible.
2: Yes, and I think I, I got this from you. The two is of the world, the Herberts, all of a sudden, we, they may well regress on the road in the road games because of this factor.
0: So real quick, this is PFF all the way. But they have what they do really well is they see what is predictive and what is noisier, where it's kind of random. Now, there's not going to be total randomness in some things, it's going to be maybe not half as predictive as something else. Where Herbert excelled was when under pressure. And with that bad line, he was under pressure a lot. They see a PFF little or a lot less correlation year to year of a quarterback under pressure. Carson Wentz, the year that was supposedly going to be an MVP year, he was unbelievable under pressure, mm. unsustainably so. Third and long, that was part of it, under pressure, and he's never been that good since, and he's, he's the quarterback he would have been if it wasn't for that amazing run of under pressure, third down, and, and some of the high variance stuff. Herbert last year— from a clean pocket, which is the most predictive, was below average. He was a below average quarterback. Hmm. He was worse than the average, below average. So if that's all he was, if he was below average at the under pressure, what would we be saying right now? Would Herbert and Tua's conversation be much different? I mean, it'd be the same it, interesting.
1: so you might even still think Tua has more upside
0: so i don't you know i don't know i don't think two was average though but but let's just say it'd be like because I, I was my analogy but thinking about what two wasn't even a, what was pff Tua from, was t-
1: average for a rookie quarterback for pff
0: oh but i'm saying average for the league right yeah. what was two is uh it that's interesting what was him in in a clean pocket mckenzie can you look at that yeah i'll pull that up versus herbert wouldn't
2: it be funny if two was better I might tweet then. You know, in the big picture, we got bet on against bet against. We we all love the Chargers under for all these reasons we've been talking about, and we like this Washington football team. We're bullish on on one team that's home and an early start time. Now we can debate how valuable that really is, but I can tell you. Well, I think it's
0: valuable. It's just the market tends to account exactly. for
2: it exactly, and the market has poo pooed this of late. But I've always felt that the week one. The advantage is, well, now i got two weeks to prepare for this game, so the time zone really shouldn't matter. But the flip side is I'm playing all my preseason games at night on the West Coast, and now i got to go travel to the East Coast and play 10 a.m. body clock. It is a shock compared to the game times that you're playing these games. I've always felt like that I would want my road game week one.
0: Because if there's any time you're not fatigued, you know, one of my A, if there's any time you're not fatigued, if there's any time you could travel early, History says it doesn't matter. I mean, it's like road teams in week one do no better. Like, I'm talking no better. So I think we're off on something with that. But um, continue. Uh, The Herbert thing, though, I'm not saying he's average, but you could make the case.
1: I would also say, you know, Washington made the playoffs last year. They pushed Tampa in the the playoffs with maybe the worst quarterback situation you could have had. Alex Smith was awful. Taylor Heineke was awful. Ryan Fitzpatrick, whatever you... Well, he
0: only you, played the one game. He played the playoff game against... He was not
1: a hot He's an awful player.
0: Well, but he played one game and played Okay. He's not like an $8 million contract.
1: What you've got with Fitzpatrick at a minimum is a serviceable quarterback. Now, if he's going to be as good as he was last year, I don't, I don't know. But he's a serviceable quarterback, which is something the football team did not have last year.
2: Yeah, I got Ryan Fitzpatrick, my number 14 quarterback. So I've got, you know, I, I think very highly of Herbert, but um, I'm a, I, I, I only have him 12. So I've got them virtually equal right now in my quarterback rankings. And I take, take a look at this team, and, you know, Washington, really good defense and an offense. They had McLaurin and nothing. Nothing else last year, and now they have a quarterback and they're better in the skill position players. The bottom line is, I think I, I really think we've got the better team at a virtual pick 'em here at home. I only can land on Washington. I'm with you. And oh, by
0: the way, I've got Washington too as a three, so a three weight, so a middle of the road one for me. Part of it is emotionally, I, I've got so much invested in this Washington division ticket. If I win this game, And we have it as a super contest play. We have it as a win total. I'm going to be so happy. If we lose, it's going to be like almost too much grief to bear.
2: (laughs) You don't want to shove it all in with Ryan Fitzpatrick?
0: I I was thinking about Ryan Fitzpatrick. He went to Harvard. Smart guy. No doubt. Is it weird that a guy that's so smart would learn as he got older at a faster pace and relatively in in a bigger (laughs) sense – than an average intellect. No, so maybe this isn't just random. At the end of his career, he's getting better. Maybe it's his brain. He's applying those brains
2: to it. Or maybe he's too smart for the league, and he headbutted enough linemen that he's he's back regressed to the, to okay. the yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
0: But I mean, all joking aside, doesn't that make sense? That the, and a more intelligent, like a more intelligent player, learns things as he ages more. Because what's the trade off as you age in sports? It's the wily veteran. Mm-hmm. Versus the athleticism. Well, wouldn't the rally veteran that has a gene or a brilliant IQ learn faster and more? Yeah, but then he should be good year too. No, 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 no. I'm saying that that to whatever degree, when you become a, a veteran, I mean, he probably did. That's why he was in the league to start yeah. with, right? But wouldn't there be compounding effects? It's an interesting point, right? Because he's got his 15th year of learning. But if he's learning at a 1.4 coefficient, then over 15 years, that gets way big. (laughs) Whereas Big Ben, by year five's learned everything he's going to learn, right? He might have learned it in that bathroom down (laughs) south, wherever that was. Allegedly. Yeah, Yeah, allegedly. He was in the bathroom. We know that. Yeah. No, allegedly about the it. Company the company was the... If he's drinking that night, he's in the bathroom. Because Big Ben's, like, drinking, light, like, probably, like, Natty Light even back then. Tom drinks the expensive beer. Slits. Or, y- ying, ying, what's that called? Stella. Stella. Doesn't, doesn't that seem fammy? <laughs> like, uh, what would you like, sir? Stella?
1: I'm, I'm a beer snob. I drink fancy beer. I think Stella's just terrible beer.
0: So you're saying not only is it fami, it's just bad <laughs> taste. It's bad taste, yeah. You're paying for the bottle. Just ask yourself this. What would Macho Man do? Randy Savage. He would, he would drink a shot. But imagine if like, uh, <laughs> Mr., uh, what's his real name, Poffo? Yeah. Is uh, Mr. Poffo, what would you like? Give me um S- Stella. I mean, like, it'll we'll take still a
1: Stella year. <laughs> I mean, I think he said make say, it too Still, I think he said that at a brothel, maybe, but yeah, not not at a bar.
4: <laughs> <laughs> too Stella, so I just got that. <laughs> Tom, how are you feeling about that? It's
0: funny, but what's the beer everyone drinks? In the local Yingling. Yingling, it's good. It's like a Pittsburgh-only beer back yeah. there.
2: Oldest brewery in America.
0: I thought that was uh, Heineken. With the 33? Heineken's Rolling not in America. Can you speak up, please?
2: Rolling Rock is 33.
0: Rolling. He's like, I got headphones on. He's sitting there. He's with whispering. The... Like from 30 <laughs> yards away. Oh, you, you played in front of the Georgia side. Oh, you, you opened for the Georgia side lights, right? Yes. <laughs> Were you scared? Did you like poop your pants when you did that? No. So why are you so scared? I'll make you come handicap a game. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny. I've forced him now to watch get up every the first hour because I want someone to transcribe the important things so I don't have to deal with it. He's gotten to be pretty – got a lot He's of – efficient. he got a lot of opinions, let me tell you that. Yeah. What's your hottest take right now in sports where you disagree with the masses? Oh, that I disagree with uh, Yeah, no one can hear you. You understand how these mics work, right? Yeah. So, I, I would have said Justin why are you starting to whisper now Justin Fields I would think Justin
2: Fields should be starting
0: so you think that's a hot take
2: everyone thinks
0: everyone thinks Andy Dalton's the the answer is what you're saying
2: no that's why I really don't have one
0: (laughs) yeah I think he's right
1: (laughs) all right next play (laughs) we should burn that tape we should absolutely burn that tape next play RJ's five-star Arizona Cardinals, Tennessee Titans. Arizona at Tennessee. Arizona plus three here,
0: and that's the pick. Arizona. I do not like this Arizona team generally. I don't like Kyler Murray. He's too short for me. I don't generally dislike short people. I like them because they make me feel tall.
2: People got no reason to live.
0: Who short people
2: got no reason? What song says that? It's the guy that sung "I I Love L.A." That says that was a hit. In the 70s, short people got no reason to live. I don't think that's politically
0: correct anymore. I think I they call think it so. little people. <laughs> well, who else doesn't have a reason to live in that song? Or is it just, just short It's people? just short people. Is there some kind of like, like they can't get a BJ or something? if they're too? I mean, like, it feels like there's something. It can't just be abstractly because they're short. Life sucks. It's got to be something specific, right? It's all short. No, but but what I'm saying is, why? Do you know this song?
2: I've never heard You're that in my life. You're a music major? No. Somehow? No. We I went to think... a music
1: college. I'm not a music major. we got to get that straight.
0: Well, that's even worse. You went to a college that specializes in I went something. to audio
1: engineering. It, that That's what, I, that was what my degree was in.
0: But on air, you said you were a music.
1: I went to a music college. That's what I said.
0: To, to learn how to cut tape on yeah. a,
1: in Adobe. Basically.
0: That was a four-year endeavor? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've seen you cut
1: tape yet. I can't. I did some. You
0: could. (laughs) You wanted to. Randy Newman. Oh, he's famous. Do me a favor, Mackenzie. Pop those lyrics up, and I'll read them in between handicaps and figure this out. Okay. Oh, my God. He's right. Short people got no reason to live.
1: They got little hands and little eyes?
0: (laughs) Yeah, see? Innuendo right there, baby. And they go around telling big, big lies. (laughs) He's talking about penis size. <laughs> this whole song is about penis size. Little hands and little
1: teeth. Now I feel attacked. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't get it.
0: <laughs> All right. This is wild. I bet they don't play this song anymore.
2: No. But Steve sings it. It's the only song you've ever sung. You referenced how you hate short people. It was perfect. No, I said I don't hate short people. Well, no, same idea. <laughs> and he starts singing short people.
0: <laughs> and he's never sung before. I think he got a concussion at one point Might recently. Might have been. But it's, it's logged, his handicapping gotten better, so I don't know. And he, <laughs> All right. So, Kyler Murray, I think is going to be maybe 12th or 15th level, you know, ranked in the league. That's where he's going to find his level. He'll have one year, he's like nine. I don't think he's going to be a top five quarterback ever. And I don't think he'll have a long career because he's short. But and I think we may be seeing it with Russell Wilson. When you have that physical limitation and you have something else extraordinary that counteracts it, compensates for it, once you start losing that uh, that other – It's like Adam Morrison, though it wasn't about age. He was able to play in college and be the player of the year. He got to the NBA. He couldn't score. It wasn't he wasn't great. It was like he literally couldn't score because his physical skills didn't meet that uh, Gladwell level. And people quote Gladwell on the tipping point and all that. Probably the most powerful concept I think he had. And I think it was called – what was his book called? Outliers? Or what was the book that was – it was the tipping point, and then there was one more. I can't. All Liars
4: was a Gladwell book, yeah. yeah.
0: I can't remember which one it was, but it was about this: that if you have a minimum, if you get uh, highest level performance in certain things, let's say NFL, or let's say NBA, because we were just talking about that, you can't be five foot one. Now Muggsy Bogues what was what was he like five seven, five was five three. Muggsy was he Bogues. five three? Yeah. Then maybe could that happen today? Could Muggsy Bogues play today? I don't think so. Except back then they couldn't play the zone. So that's it, true. Who,
1: Muggsy Bogues would have to be an incredible shooter to make it now, much better than he was.
0: I, I just had a vision of him at a carnival shooting on one of those side hoops. Who is the shortest person in the current NBA? Now that's an interesting question. I mean, it's probably pretty much like Chris Paul or his size, right? There's not many people under six foot.
4: Isaiah Thomas is a free agent. He's 5'9".
0: The the former Saudi? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. He was 5'11 before his hip. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, and I also think, and listen, I'm not one to judge coaches other than when they perform. I judge performance. I don't judge the inputs to that. But the analytics guys really do not like Kingsbury. You know would you agree with that Fez from what your crowd
2: no that's interesting because they they love passing
0: yeah it's just they just think he's uh, they don't think it I don't even want to act like I know enough to say I think it's a lot of crap because I think a lot of these analytics guys are so narrow with what they how they think about things and I think the smartest ones are the ones that say how little we actually know mm-hmm. Because sample size is usually not enough to know half of what we think we know.
1: I think right now what separates the LaFleurs and McVeighs from Kingsbury is results. I, I think if, if Cliff King – Except has
0: Shanahan really had results?
1: Uh, well, he's been to a Super Bowl.
0: And otherwise he's like hmm. – we'll even right. count that year, it's five games but under. If, right?
1: But if Kingsbury went to a Super Bowl this year – I think people would start to say, oh, this guy's the future.
0: I would say this. In the general media, I agree with you. It's about results. These analytics guys are contrarian.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that the perception is that Kingsbury's not on that level because he just hasn't had those results yet. But
2: you're really not back in um, Arizona as much as you're fading Tennessee with this pick, right? Mm -hmm. You're really fading Tennessee with this pick, right? No, I'm actually
0: going both ways. First, though, with Kingsbury, I know he's not beloved. And it's funny because people hated him to start with, the analytics, because it's like, look at Texas Tech because winning is good, right? And it was bad. I mean, if you take out Kansas, it's like that record is atrocious. And he had Patrick Mahomes. And he came <laughs> off of 11 straight bowl games, I think it was, from Leach in yeah. the same place. Now, was there a coach in between Leach? I don't remember.
1: There was. Uh, I don't remember who it was. There there definitely was, though. Yeah,
0: so, but, so it's hard to blame him as much. But yeah. – then they said he came was it in with Tuberville I don't know and then he came was. in with the Air Raid and the Air it was Raid was Tuberville and also Chris Thompson okay too in the Air Raid and um the air raid's dead right now. The only team in the country that's running it effectively is Nevada. And I've just been listening to a pod about schemes and stuff. Would you agree with that, AJ? I mean, you don't dig into the schemes that much.
1: Yeah, I, I would say no Power Fives are running it effectively right now. Well,
0: well effectively, right? Because we got Leach running it in the oh. SEC. Well,
1: yeah. All right. So... Didn't okay. go well week one.
0: Kyler Murray, whatever I think of him... When he can run the ball and he's healthy, he's so much better. And there was what a six game stretch last year, Fez, where he wasn't running because his shoulder was
2: banged up. Yeah, right around the New England game. I think Seattle was the game that he banged it up in. and it was just
0: a, well, that Thursday night game or something. Mm-hmm. It, so it was a situation where it's not so much the 50 yards a game or whatever. It's that they don't have they figured out because his his attempts were going way they were like less than half his attempts running.
1: The, the you mentioned Russell Wilson earlier, and this is where Kyler Murray can't be Russell Wilson, because if if Kyler, if Russell Wilson has a dinged up knee and he can't run, he can still be an effective quarterback. Kyler, Kyler Murray can't. It's almost Lamar Jackson level. Like if if hmm. if Lamar Jackson was a four nine forty, he wouldn't be a quarterback in the NFL. Agreed. If Kyler Murray was a four nine forty, he wouldn't make it in the NFL.
0: But if he was four foot 9 it he'd be fine.
1: He is four foot nine, but no. I'm saying. He's five seven. Okay. Muggsy Bo. No. Somebody tweet that at him. I'm blocked, so I'll never know. <laughs> All right.
0: Let's look at Tennessee, though. And the reason, and in fact, you were making a good point. You were saying you're more anti Tennessee for sure, but we've got a new feature that's going to be starting next week, which is a fellow named Lance Zerline. Now, his dad, longtime NFL coach, he was the line coach on the Steelers Super Bowl in 2008. And this fellow is a mainstay in Houston radio. He's been, what, the longest-running show now? He is now. In the Itali- you used to have the longest-running yeah. show. You broke it up for Stars in Your Lights in Vegas. Mm-hmm. The, you know, poor Fred. No, actually, Fred's got a big project Fred's with his website. Fred's got some stuff going, too, yeah. But yeah. still, I wanted you to feel bad.
1: No, I don't feel bad.
0: Yeah. Well, you're heartless. I am. I'm a cold man. Would you say you like hurting people you love no. or you're
1: indifferent? I'm indifferent. Exactly. Well, Let the chips fall where they matter. Yeah. The, I can't control other people's emotions. So how long has he been on air? Oh, well, you can't. Uh, like, I mean, Lance, love you. Lance started in radio before I did.
0: But how long have they been on air where this is the longest running show? Uh, eight years, something wow. like that. That's a tough business, Fred. They, they, People come and go. I mean, eight years is the longest in the whole city? Yeah. For, hmm. wow. Okay. Okay. Um, but he is a scout for the NFL Network, and he does the, the draft grades, and you know he's got great access to things, and he understands schemes, and he understands batting. So, which was shocking to me. But he had got a long history as a batter, and even on the info side, uh, year I mean decades, like over a decade ago. Yep. So, to, and I didn't know of him, but okay. So he and I, he flew to Vegas, we flew him in, and we talked at length. You know, And so what we're going to do is we're going to get him to have maybe his best three or four matchup advantages of the week on tape, and then we'll play him right here and talk about him when we talk about the game. Well, one of them – I did a hit with them in Houston today, and he talked about it on air there, and he he didn't dig into it as deep as I wanted, and we're going to tweak that, but he really said that the way the Titans play, that Arizona's defense – That they've got some oversized guys, right? So they've been trying to get those uh, hangers, they call them, or the hybrid guys. So, what was that guy's name? Isaiah? Isaiah Simmons. Simmons was the first round pick last year. That allows. So, the question is Are they, you know, and Troy did this for the Steelers as a big nickel, is if you can get a guy in the ball, you know, when you got those big run stopping defenders, there's not many teams that really works against right now, right? The theory is they're going to get burnt because most teams mm-hmm. are going to pass on you. Well, Tennessee pat- runs first.
2: And they don't throw to Derrick Henry. Uh,
0: so the theory is that 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 Arizona can go big, hmm. and it's going to be very effective.
1: And they drafted big. Zayvon Collins, impact linebacker, a big linebacker. Yes. They bring in J.J. J. Watt, another big body to put in the middle. Meld Probably won't
2: with. be any good by the end of October, but Maybe it's fine not. to start the year. But, but he had, he's he working with
1: Vance. Like, I agree,
2: they should limit his snaps, but well, who yeah. knows?
1: And he's working with Vance Joseph, under whom, that's who he was with in Houston, mm-hmm. and that's when J.J. Watt was at his best, yeah, in like 2013. That's a good point. So I, I, I'm with you. I, I think the, the size that Cincinnati's added, or Cincinnati, that Arizona's mm-hmm. added, they, they've changed their philosophy on defense to be more size matters. And this is a and,
0: multi-year plan because, again, Simmons, I, I mean, so it's, it's
1: a plan, it seems like. But this is the kind of matchup that it's built to slow down. This is good for them.
0: Now, what's interesting is the Patriots are going to big because everyone's small. And they say Saints are going to do a lot of that. We'll see. Maybe the Kingsbury's so far ahead, he's getting <laughs> ready for the change. Because I think the, I, the thing about schemes is this. Once a team starts playing, and this is what's going to hurt the Shanahan scheme, is when it becomes common to face it. Sure. Everyone's used to it. And that's what they say is why Golden State was so good with that lineup of death. They were the first team to do it. No one faced it. And it was a situation where um, it's not so much they were worse at the end. It was just everyone got more used to it. Mm -hmm. And right now, I think this is a good matchup. Because Tennessee, I mean, who's the power teams? Tennessee, maybe New England. I, mean, I would
2: have. I'd label New England. So, I, oh for sure. But
0: I'm saying there's less than five or six of them, right? Yeah. So this is a great matchup. And for Tennessee, I'll keep it simple: is a kid who was 16 that wasn't real bright, but still a good person. He would love what Tennessee did if he was a football fan. Julio Jones. I remember five years ago he was great on you know on uh, Madden, you know. I don't know if those kind of moves, aging wide receivers that get paid massive money, is the way to go. Because how far is it from A.J. Green? I don't know. You know, for, to, for Julio Jones, A.J. Green. And also, they lost their coordinator, who is a star. So, Landis head coach. Now, so the question is, when's that hurt hurting the most? The first game. Henry, yeah, maybe it's going to be the accumulation of his third year. He's historically... Been used the last two years. Rolled three seventy, and he went back to back
2: three seventy. And not good. That was ten years since I think Tom Wilson or something was the last guy to even do it, right? Yeah. What was um, Demarco Murray? His career was over. Latavius yeah. Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it was I think
0: Demarco from the Cowboys and the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. Remember Dallas was actually smart not to sign him. I don't think he had another good year. So yeah. it's not like he's going to get tired. I think it could be now. I don't know how he – did he even run in the preseason. I do not. No, no. Maybe take a gander at that.
1: And Adoree Jackson, Titans. Titans sucked against the pass last year. So what do they do? They let their best cornerback walk. In but they free had agency.
0: some infl- and, and let's just say this: there's hope the defense gets better.
1: Yeah, but it's a ways away.
2: But but it's a transition.
1: Yep. Arizona my one star, so I'm I'm with you on this one.
2: Awesome. I love the directional fade, Tennessee. I agree with all that. I can't back Arizona here, and the reason being, for the first time in preseason history, when there were preseason games— Oh, well, how uh, much—go ahead, I'm sorry. How much is this worth, though? Sure. I think it's worth a lot, and I'll explain why. Arizona did not play a road game. All preseason, and the reason this is worth a lot is because they didn't have to play against any crowds the year before. So they've had no hostile crowd noise at all now for two years. And a young quarterback, I really think
0: every road team has that. Oh, we're saying preseason was a hostile crowd. I think just being just
2: being able to face a a a a road crowd, I think it it helps. I I think it 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 helps in the transition. Can't be more than a half a point. It's probably half a point. Okay. Yeah, that's a big number. and only and only playing two preseason games is bad. Also, I think I think well, that's under that that's,
0: theory It's bad that w- the teams that play none of their starters, is super bad. So you feign every one of them.
1: No. OK, so let's
3: well, some of the honestly, playing, I though.
1: disagree with what you're saying, just oh. because now we're getting to where teams value reps in the preseason less and less. Why? Why is one less game any disadvantage?
2: Because when your 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 long snapper snaps it over the punter's head, it's like that. Those are reps. I mean, it's not just the stars. It's the team that's playing on all these special teams and the like. And I think we're going to see some special teams and other hiccups the because teams. of this. Uh, the special teams
0: guys are playing. Yeah. Uh, in, in the preseason. Yes. And but so I, now they're only they only got oh, two so games instead of three. Game. Exactly.
1: Oh, yeah. But what do special teams guys do while everybody else is practicing real football? What do those guys do? Well, they sit over there and they long snap and they yeah, punch. But
0: under that theory, you could say the games don't matter at all. And I think you think they do, right? The pre- uh, pre- yeah,
1: but I just think their, their, st- their value is lessening.
0: Well, that's the perception. How, is Belichick playing his guys less? No. Then that means it ain't lessening, in my opinion. I think that even uh, – and who would we say is the – we'd say what? The Rams – is the, the biggest. Uh, They're the leader of, of the pack
1: on that, yeah. And okay. Chargers.
0: Well, yeah, because it's Staley. Right, right. So here would be my point. I think, I think McVeigh would say it does hurt us, but the chance of losing someone, we've done the math, it's bigger. Especially I agree if with you've that.
3: got a guy
1: like Kyler Murray, the even more valuable to, you know, you want him playing less and less. Well, reps very fragile. Count.
0: Fragile. Yeah. So what I would say is this. Is I agree that the games matter. I don't know how much the one road game is, but half point I won't object to that. But I got to tell you, the matchup thing perch you, you up. Oh,
2: no doubt about it. You brought up some some great points and, and with you that. You articulated
0: it very well. Thanks. I,
2: I still am looking at a Tennessee team that's lined at nine and a half for their. So that's what they're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Arizona is eight and a half. You know, I might have made a mistake here because. I'm thinking, oh, Tennessee's a full game higher on their season win. But you got to think about strength of schedule. Yeah, because Tennessee has the easiest division and Arizona's the hardest. So maybe, you know, if I look at my power ratings, these teams are really, really close together and I have Tennessee better. Maybe I should rethink that, that, that big, I'm being swayed by seeing that big nine and a half in front of Tennessee for their season win.
1: And we also bet under Tennessee yeah, and over Arizona. Which
0: means we might think it's 30 cents cheaper, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, um, and we went away. I thought Arizona was a forced bat though. The over, Arizona. yeah, yeah. Um, wait, can you look at uh, football outsiders maybe, McKenzie, and get the strength of schedule of these two? Yep, got it. Because you're right, we can say in division, but what's the real strength yeah. of schedule? Um, I like and listen, this will probably be the only time I bet Arizona all year.
1: I, I'm not uh, uh, wanting to bet on them regularly either. This was, but I, I do think that they're built for this game.
0: If you really think about it, in the end, this and best bats go longer, but. Is Tennessee might be the most, the poster child for excitement that is like nineteen ninety seven Sports Center type. You know the f- fans have gotten smart or This is like football card fandom. Like oh look, I love Julio Julio Jones is on my football card right next to. It's like who right my. When have we ever seen an elite team trade? For an aging receiver and give up a lot for him. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, would they give up for him? Was it a first? I don't
1: recall. I don't think it was a first.
0: I tell you this, it wasn't a, uh, why don't you look that up? Um, So, Fez, is there any other than Arizona not playing a road game? Was there anything else that recommended Tennessee to you? No.
1: 2022 second rounder, 2023 fourth rounder. That's a lot. And they get a sixth back.
0: That's more than – they got for Garoppolo. Hmm. It is.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, full disclosure, earlier you played Tennessee where? Minus two and a half. Where at, though? Was it on the pot or uh, – I just gave it out to my clients. Okay. So, you – now, hey, line changes. You might go the other – are you neutral now? I would – You want to do a $100 green?
2: I pie? would say I actually like – like Tennessee first half so, and not second half because of this factor. I think that, that Arizona could come out Tennessee and struggle.
0: First half with the new offensive coordinator. Yeah. Okay. All right. You like it. You got it as your one, one star. I've got it as my best bet. No one's looking to go against me. All right. Next up, we go to the four stars. We start with AJ. This is his first show on the Dream Pod doing football, doing NFL. So give him the honor. Your four star or your four weight, I think it's fair to say, involves the Bills and the Steelers. Bills are at home, favored by six and a half in the Super Contest.
1: Yeah, I was low on Pittsburgh all last season, uh, and they kind of fell apart at the end of the when season. When they were 11 and 0. When they were 11 and 0. But when I was... they were
0: 0 and 0, you were against them.
1: Uh, and then 1 and 0. Yeah. Well. Then 2 and 0. Well, all the way. To that, the way. Had to
0: that had to be tough. Did you back off at all?
1: No, I was proven right in the end. Were you? Yeah. They finished 12-4. and four. They lost five of their last six. But
0: what, if you had bet the win total when you were against them, how would you have done? I didn't bet the win total. Because you didn't believe in your take. I did not. But what I'm saying is, at the time, what would you, you would have lost, right? I would have lost. So you weren't right.
1: Uh, I was right that I think that they, had, they were fortunate last season. Oh, you're saying the 12 wins don't, don't count. I'm not saying they don't count, but you can't act like luck only exists sometimes. Well,
0: what was the Steelers fourth quarter win? Check? Let's let him do his handicap. Look that out, up. McKenzie. Okay. Go
1: ahead. Uh, in, in, when they did lose five of their last six included in that was a game against Buffalo where they just could not move the football. They put together 224 yards, 47 on the ground. Okay. Bad game, right? They played Buffalo in 2019, 228 yards. 51 rushing.
0: So so th- we're not going to say that Duck Hodges or whoever was quarterback. But oh, you can. But that seems important.
1: Well, he wasn't last year.
0: I know, so last year was last year. And now you've extended to another year.
1: Okay, well, it's two years in a row. They haven't moved the football, Duck Hodges or not. Okay. They what, had what been Roethlisberger it? last year. He did absolutely nothing.
0: Okay, now at what point are you going to bring up the Steelers in their unfortunate buy situation?
1: It, and, that was unfortunate. And they,
0: that was the culmination that game.
1: The Bills also got screwed in that situation as well, huh? if you recall. No, how? Huh. The Bills... The Bills. No, that
0: caused them to lose. That caused them to be in a tough spot, but they didn't have fatigue. No, in the no, Cleveland. they did not. So it had nothing to do with the Pittsburgh game.
1: No, agreed. All right. Uh, here's the deal, though. They couldn't move the ball last year. Now they go into week one with four new starters on the offensive line, which, again, I think is going to be a positive eventually. And the Steelers also, they're going to be without Stefan Tuitt, who plays right next to T.J. Watt, one of 13 guys in the league last year who had double-digit sacks. You take him away, that hurts T.J. Watt. It, 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 it can't not. Is T.J. Watt playing? I assume he will play. But like I, I said, so. I don't. Yeah. I don't know that he'll be happy. But I do think he could play. But that could—he could
0: be a wrecking ball.
1: I—he could be. But I think not having two it next to him hurts big time. This
0: feels square. That's fine. Uh, well, well, no, if it's square, it's not
1: fine. Well, well, push the button, RJ. Damn, listen to I that like guy? That. Well, I mean, listen, yeah, it's the, the Bills have maintained almost everything on offense. You no, know,
0: you you know I can press his button at any time. I know I don't you need can. your
1: permission. I know. I just thought maybe you forgot about it when you were calling. No, square. I invented it. Okay, go ahead. The Bills have maintained basically everything on offense and on their coaching staff. It's a bad matchup for the Steelers. They didn't have, a, they didn't have a, uh, an answer for Stefan Diggs last year, and they should well, have. Hold on a second.
2: How did defense do in that game? Gave it's up 334 deep. yards. Okay,
0: but did I, I'm just going by memory. Look at the first half versus the second half. They held Buffalo, I think it was like 2.7 yards per play. It was like crazy low, and then they got fatigued.
2: Because they yep. were tired. It's like nine seven and a half. I actually scoring.
0: think Pittsburgh's D showed themselves, and it doesn't take away from whatever. I think that they win that game if they're not tired. I think the Steelers were better. Listen, they lost, and it doesn't take away from your handicap. They lost Bush, which was a big problem. They then they lost, and I, uh, like the next linebacker, I can't remember the name, and then and obviously Big Ben. If he plays like that, he, they're in trouble in any game. But in the preseason, he looked uh, – well, let's play counterpoint here. Okay. Um, Pittsburgh in the preseason, how much did you upgrade them?
1: Minimally, but I upgrade anybody less. or I, I I make less adjustments preseason than any of you guys do.
0: So, Fez, I would say this. If it's about good performance, I don't do much in the preseason. But I think Pittsburgh gave us an indicator that is almost hard to not – really focus on which is they are going to play action more they are going to use motion more they are going to big ben's going to do some of that because he doesn't like to turn his back to the defense which is effectively what you got to do to play action he's agreed to and he's coming physically best shape of his life as they say i think pittsburgh not because of their performance but because of what we saw from them in the new oc you got to upgrade them significantly
2: yeah i got pittsburgh half a point better than an average team that is an upgrade because how much I had them slightly below-average teams. So almost so Three-quarters three of a point, because I actually played under 8.5 for Pittsburgh, so I wouldn't have done that if I didn't think they were in a below-average team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they have a really so hard schedule.
0: going to have his first losing season average.
2: <laughs> yes, I did. And I've I liked what I've seen from the preseason with Pittsburgh. I'll say this. In this game, I'm not confident in terms of how many points the Bills will score. I do like the Pittsburgh team total. It should be right around 21. And part of the reason, Buffalo's smart. Buffalo will let you run the ball. And Najee Harris should get a whole bunch of carries. So maybe Najee on the props. Yeah, maybe Najee over. And I think a lot of long, time-consuming, maybe field goal drives for Pittsburgh in this game, eating the clock. So I like the under. I like the Pittsburgh under.
0: Pittsburgh team total. Fed said something really important, and we talked about this last year, AJ, is the Bills are so analytically sound. And they're advanced thinkers on it. It's not just having Mm -hmm. the stat is they they invite the other team to run.
1: Yeah, they don't run and they want you to run as much as you want.
0: And all the talk about hey, they got to stop the run. Yeah, they they want to stop it, but they're not going to compromise anything else for it. So, you just said an amazing point. Pittsburgh just used the first round draft choice. You know they're going to want to have him put up 170 yards if they can just to kind of validate it. And Tomlin's old school, so he, if there is a trap here, he's going to fall into it probably.
2: Boy, do we have the over-under on Harris yet? No. I don't. I, I think it is up. I'm sure it's up at DraftKings if we can.
0: Mackenzie, you want to look at that? Yep, pull it up. So what would your number be? Probably 65. If it's 65, I'll make the biggest bet of the year on the
2: over. Mm-hmm. Would you love the over at that point? I mean, the only concern is that if, if the Bills get up by double digits, Harris might get four carries in the second half.
0: I, I don't know. I think doesn't Pittsburgh still? I mean, how much could they get up? That's the thing about Pittsburgh, too. Big Ben might be one of the best come from behind. Court. When they, I mean, even at the end of last year, when he was so tired, he put he threw for 500 yards against the Browns. Exactly,
2: right? he wasn't running it. Yeah, but they what were I'm down saying 20, is, they were down 20.
0: Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, and plus they didn't have a running
2: game. So, so I would agree with you. If I could parlay Pittsburgh, you want to play the Najee first half over if that was available? Obviously it's not, right? Mm, probably not. What do we got? It's McKenzie?
4: not over under 59 and a half.
0: Ooh, wow. What kind of limits they got there? I I love that. I'll get on that. I love that. Don't you? Yes. All right. You know something? Oh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let you finish your handicap. But in the background, just very faintly, I'm going to play this. Hold on.
1: Oh, here we go. Very faintly.
0: And if you get mad at it, I'll press the button.
1: I'm not mad, but you can press the button. I know I can. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I'm, I'm basically extra done. Nice, if you're I, extra nice, I, I think won't. with a diminished pass rush, it's even harder. For I, I think they're they're even more worn out by the end of the thing. They have a harder time covering digs in the secondary because no to it. Watt coming off of us, he hasn't even practiced. He's he's been doing individual drills. He's not practicing with the team, much less playing with them. And it's not just a guy. That's their best player.
2: Buffalo's getting a ton of love in the futures markets. They're up to 11 and a half for their season well, wins. You're saying they're overvalued. They're hyped.
0: Now, let me ask you this. If you do your conversion, and you can walk us through it, of season wins and how many points it's worth, what does it say
2: right now, Pittsburgh versus Buffalo, it's, versus this line? It says the neutral site should be 6.9. It says huge value Buffalo because the Pittsburgh season win number is 8.5. Is 8.4, and the Buffalo is 11.4. The difference is 3. We so multi- Pittsburgh's still below 8.5 right now. Yes. Like minus 120. But a big part of that is it's a little misleading because they have a really hard schedule. All right? Uh-huh. But uh-huh. if I just use the pure numbers, the difference is 3 times 2.3, 6.9 is and, the calculated and do, we neutral. abstract site. out the value. Of schedule either way, because that's the true power rating at that point. That's right. So I probably should take a point off of that 6.9, make it 5.9, give Buffalo 2.5 for home field, and now boom. 2.5? Yeah,
0: 2.5. Okay. So you're doing 2.5 in general. Buffalo has a better home field than most. Yeah, yeah. But but, but now are you I'm, doing 2.5 in general or just 2 in general? 2.5
2: in general. I'm going to go 2 in general, I think. I mean, that night. first The, the first in September, I'm going 2.5. Okay,
0: okay, okay. Do we know about the COVID Delta variant situation? Like in it,
1: Buffalo's COVID issues worry me season long. They're one of the least vaccinated teams, mm-hmm. uh, including Josh Allen and Cole Beasley, uh, Star Lua to so T- 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 Lua Lele. I thought
0: you had an ethical problem with anyone that wasn't vaccinated. No. But you really want that you, your teams to be vaccinated. I want
1: my teams to be vaccinated, certainly.
0: If you were the GM, would you like vaccinate them without them knowing yeah. it? <laughs> no, seriously, would you? No. It'd be like some U.S. government tax. I'm, like, I'm, go I'm a big believer in everybody
1: should do what you want to do. But when it comes to football, I see a real edge. That's where freedoms end. That's where freedoms end. I see a real edge for the teams that are more vaccinated. I really do.
0: No, that's true. Give me $5. I won't pre- Now, remember, the grade- hold on a second. Dollars. Hold on a second. It's a $300 bet. I know. You, you don't, won't give me 5 bucks to not bet me. No. Wow. This what? is my
1: four-star play. I mean, listen, I like this one.
0: All right. You know something? I'm not going to do it. Because he, he stood his ground. And plus, you made a good point, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have told me that the, the wind, to- but that's interesting. Doesn't it say to some degree, Isn't the, the week one's more liquid market by far, right?
2: Yes. But remember, the season wind's getting more and more liquid. I mean, that's yeah, but getting still, bigger. It's, it's a
0: relative question here, right?
2: I can bet, bet 100000 on. The week one line, I can bet three thousand on a season one. It's
0: a lot more liquid. Yes. So my point is, if they're if they're in dispute, if they're in con- uh, conflict, don't we think that the game market is more accurate? And there's a, oh no question. And, and there's an inflation. There's an inflation. So isn't that a way for us to maybe make some late bets? Look at the week one lines. We got to look aheads for week two. Yeah. Right, which are, are are now been bet. Or at least by Saturday, they've been
2: massaged a little, a bit. little bit. But yeah. the, but
0: the the real mistakes are chopped off. Yes. And now we can say, okay, these three teams are overrated because we got two weeks on them, in a more liquid, at least the ones a more liquid market. Yes. So what do you think? I. What teams do you think, look, like just eye test, what teams – because I'm sure you've done this on every game, right? Converted it or whatever. What's the games that are off the most?
2: Oh, I've got that on my spreadsheet. Yeah. And, go ahead. Is it safe to say because,
1: you? I mean, obviously you almost press a button. You don't, you don't like this pick.
0: <sighs> I think you de- – I think when you – I here's what I don't like about your handicapping, and it's the only thing. I think that you don't price in that when you are on a very public line of thought – that you're paying a premium for it. College football is your specialty, and there's really not that public. I mean, you're not betting Alabama usually, right? So, I
1: bet Alabama this week.
0: Okay, but pretty rarely, right? Yeah. Is In general, if you looked at how, how many picks, you, you made like eight picks. Eight picks. I'm guessing, so over the course of a season, 8 you're making like 100, 115 pay, 110 yeah. picks. I'm betting that maybe fit 10 of those are going to be more key programs. Because you bet mostly small conferences. I do. So you don't have a chance to have that flaw in your game even apply. I'd be interested if you went back and tracked all your games, how you do when you play the top, you know, seven teams or whatever. Because I think you, you're you not, you're like Esler. You're not afraid to go with the public. I just think you don't account. Because I love it because you got independent thoughts. You don't care if they're favorite. You know, you, you're going to look at the price. But sure. I, I think sometimes I'm just so scared of betting the sh- – square side, that maybe
1: I let some winners go. I agree it's a square side.
2: Yeah. Any favor like this near a touchdown. So we mentioned Buffalo, also Tampa Bay. Actually, the Thursday game would have value. Two others, Carolina and the Washington football team. So you're saying Tampa Bay is what? In terms of the season win representation, the number is light because Tampa's supposed to win 12 games. Even at 8.5, it's light? Yes. Tampa's supposed to win 12 games. Dallas is supposed to win Mm 9. Difference is Mm 3 times 2.3, 6.9 on a neutral. And so that's 7. And so you bump it to 9.5 with 2.5 point home field. Okay. So what
0: you're saying is that Tampa is inflated – if, if we trust this number, the, the week one number, Tampa, Tampa's inflated
2: in the win total market. They're, they're exactly right. That people feel that that 11.5 got bid up irrationally to 12 and now a little bit above oh, that. Sounds right. And It sounds right. Isn't now. it
0: interesting how it seems like the moves are the ones that are the, being deemed irrational by the market? The ones that, It doesn't seem like one was there and just sat there and it's been irrational. It feels like it's when the public's gotten on them.
2: The ones, yes. Yeah. So to summarize, the the, the the teams, the Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Kansas City's shocker, the the, the three premium teams. A, they're called AJ's triple. And and what's happening is it's that triumphant. It's not like boom, <laughs> the screen went black and they moved forty cents. Every literally every week, these teams move five cents. They just keep trickling. Like, up, like when like an up, AJ gets town, he's like.
0: I want to bet over Kansas City, over Tampa Bay. They're good, and over Buffalo.
2: It was like every, every, every book had 12 on Kansas City, and then one book had 12 and a half, and then another book went to 12 a and a half, and then a couple more, yeah. Do you have a Tampa Bay
0: over in I your don't. pocket? Okay, and which other teams are there? Kansas City, Tampa, Buffalo.
2: And Buffalo, and then the two others that on the season win value, Carolina against the Jets, it's, it's small. But,
0: but Carolina is, again, not being accounted. Their win total is inflated. Is based upon the week one? Yes. Okay. So why are you skeptical of that? Because I think Carolina has mm-hmm. been getting unnatural love. Mm-hmm. You know, because people are – I mean
3: –
1: We'll get in, to it in a minute. In a second. That's oh. a good yes. segue. Let's do oh, yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So let's go to Fez. His his four-star play is the on the Minnesota Vikings-Cincinnati Bengals game. That line, one of the seven this week that fell right on three.
2: Minnesota minus three, my second best bet. I'm going to keep this simple. Minnesota – a buy on team, a mission team. I like Zimmer as a coach. Really bad year last year. Mission. Uh, okay. So bounce back. A bounce back. I team with a winning culture and history under their coach that had a rare losing year. So those teams tend to come out guns a blazing and do well the following year. And I'm going to give Minnesota somewhat of an excuse. The defense was bad last year. Well, injuries. Key injuries. Um, Hunter, Pierce, Barr, Kendricks. So Minnesota thumbs up arrow. I go to the Bengals. I'm going to put a thumbs-down arrow. Burrow, not ready to go necessarily off of the injury, so I'm concerned about that. No real preseason reps. One preseason pass, Joe Burrow. Did he complete it? No. No.
1: So he didn't complete a pass. Zero completions for a guy, a a second-year player, coming off a major injury. (laughs) i know it's insane
0: i was but here's the thing i was waiting to use this in a different spot but i'll use it here
3: zero point zero
0: but additionally aj's number of bat victories since he's moved to vegas against me
1: zero point (laughs) that's true zero
0: so i was holding on i want to make sure i get in good
2: Yes. And by all reports, I don't think he's completed a pass to Chase either. And In practice, though. Yeah, I mean, Chase. Not has, since college. Chase has struggled um, compared to expectations. So that's a negative for the Bengals as well. So thumbs down on the Bengals. Thumbs up on Minnesota. I'm on Minnesota minus the three.
1: Yeah, that's that's my two star as well. So I'm on this one also. I think the Joe Burrow hype is outrageous. We, we talked about it with. How would you characterize the hype? The athletics, Mike Thando, where where they put him on that list? Oh, it, that was great. What was he, like 12? Something like it. And this guy coming off, like, what's going to slow down Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow hype? Like, is a is a torn ACL going to do it? Is a 48.5 QBR going to do it? Is a 2-7 well, that- record going to do it? What's going to do it?
0: Let's agree to this. And, Faz, you can tell me what you think. If Joe Burrow wasn't hurt and he played the way he played last year the whole year,
2: we would have a lot of optimism for him right now, right? He'd be he'd – be- Herp right above Herbert, I would have him ranked slightly, well, see, I a tiny bit above Herbert. The only
0: way you can do that is if you really trust the idea of the regression on the, in the dirty pocket. I think something
1: also we have to take into account is look at this is maybe the one of the biggest coaching mismatches you could possibly have.
2: I think that's right.
1: Uh, I mean, we, we a lot just,
2: of people do feel Taylor is the worst coach. He's a dope, and Zimmer is, a, is a, a, a very good coach. I mean, just to be, is, be
0: clear, Zimmer since he entered the NFL. Has the highest ATS win percentage of any coach. Bill Belichick's behind him. Newt Rockney, anyone?
2: I also think there's an intangible advantage. Obviously, Zimmer was the defensive coordinator for the Bengals. It's been so many years. I mean, that shouldn't matter. But the idea of coming back to Cincinnati—yeah,
0: but week one, their motive. And it, 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 if they're on a redemption tour, this one's up to eleven. Not just ten. Oh, the redemption tour got him to eleven,
1: right? Uh, you the, know. can't hurt. And by the yeah. way, they were they were tw- the Bengals twenty seventh in pass blocking last year, twenty first in run blocking, top five pick. What do they do? Take the lineman, right no, not take the lineman. Now let's take Joe Burrow's buddy. Yeah,
0: in hindsight though, the lineman's not looking so good. No, it? but listen. Hey, we'll, see. Yeah. we'll see. Sewell.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and the Bengals were also – they were so bad against the run last season. That's you know,
2: a great point. that Dalvin Cook is probably going to oh. go for a monster game here for rushing roughs- receiver listen, yards.
0: This is a triple like because I got it myself. It's my one weight, the smallest pick. Um, let me ask you guys because you're the vaccine warriors. In fact, I, we agreed a long time ago, no political talk. You were
2: having like some kind of – I think it was an Ask Me Anything – from from Reddit about vaccines. Well, what happened is that <laughs> AMA baby. I was listening to Fox Sports and I heard Gottlieb and I heard Colin took a pro vaccine and I said, you know what? If those dudes can talk about yeah, it,
0: yeah, you know, Colin only makes fourteen million. You know, I've, I'm just as bulletproof as him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus.
1: Here's the thing. Fez made fifteen last year, so he is as bulletproof as Colin.
0: Here's what I would say is the difference is. Colin has a certain perspective. Cosmopolitan, I think it's fair to say. You know, there's not a lot of, like, Nebraska people saying, that's my guy. Not that they don't listen, because people listen because they hate him. Some listen because they love him. That's what Howard Stern had. It's what Colin had. I don't think he hate's the right word. They, they like to
2: disagree with him. It's them. a white wine guy, not a rolling I rock guy. I think that is correct.
0: And certainly not. Well, he's a Stella guy, <laughs> I think it's fair to say. And, and white wine. Have you ever had Stella and white wine in the same meal? Okay, but you love wine too. Yeah, he. I mean, this guy. He grew up in a trailer port, court. He 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 hooks himself to my wings, and he, he now he drinks wine. Stella, your house is paid off, right? He has a paid off house. How does that even happen? Oh, anyway, okay. Yeah, isn't that great?
1: I'm curious. How, how did Colin Cowherd become like this cosmopolitan guy? Isn't he from like rural? Pacific Northwest. Yeah, but so. he lives it in
2: Manhattan Beach.
1: But, I know, but like, when did that transition happen from being like a guy who? Comes I think it happened
0: in front of our eyes. Yeah, <laughs> but but what I would say is the guys who are or gals, who are aspirational, like there's a lot of scholarship on Dylan, and we'll keep it short. Dylan yeah. Cash's
2: <laughs> reference minus two eighty. I was talking about Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Oh yeah, yeah. Dylan, it doesn't okay. matter, Dylan. <laughs> no, check for, check your rules at your local book. <laughs>
1: so.
0: <laughs> I did see a meme going over, not a meme, but a couple people. Watched. Why don't you
1: have the 90210 theme music I to
0: play right I, then? I do, but uh, <laughs> the I'm trying to keep the show a little. Okay. No, I actually, saw, I actually saw well, <laughs> I saw something that was someone was going around in my mentions saying uh, what takes longer, RJ's pods or you know, and there was like these different things. So listen, I hear you. A lot of people love it, but we're going to split them up. We're going to try to split them up, but. Here's what I'll say about Colin, and there is a lot of scholarship on Robert Zimmerman, which is the following, Bob Dylan, is (laughs) him growing up up in Minnesota, pre-internet, obviously, in the 50s, weather's bad, bad, like you don't leave the house except if you have to, like eight months a year, Hibbing, Minnesota, he talked about it. He goes, all you could do is stare at the whiteness. And he said psychologically, just that, that, that dreariness, it just made you either want to give up or get the hell out. And I do think that if someone has those aspirations and they grow up dreaming, about, it's like they depict it in movies where someone grows up in New Jersey and they're looking at the Manhattan skyline every night, like a beacon calling them. I think Studio 54 had this as a motif. The movie is... You go over to Manhattan, you want to be there more than anyone. I want to be in Vegas more than people that grew up. I grew up in Hill, hillbilly town, USA. And you know what? I wanted to be in Vegas so bad I used to root for UNLV. And I got here and I love it to this day. So I think Colin always had aspirations of being cosmopolitan. And the fact he grew up in a, let's say, a working class, not cosmopolitan area. I don't want to derisively say Washington, just a nice area. With some good people, he's oh, nice up there. Solid
1: of the earth. My wife's from the Pacific Northwest.
0: Exactly. Do you make fun of her? No. I think it makes people want it more. What do you think?
1: I think you could be onto something. And, and, and you know, I, I guess the two of you both from.
2: Well, oh, he's from Dayton, though. Is Dayton a big city? Is it like a big has, metro area. What, what was area? it at your time? It's like like what the suburbs? 000? Like five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand people. Hey, hey, Hamilton County, Dayton, Ohio, is, is they they use that to like predict. Um, will products succeed because it's like middle? It's it's one hundred percent middle America across well, the board. It was a long time ago.
1: Yes. And both of you have. I mean, you live in the glitz and glamour capital of the world. Made your your name here. I, I mean, it is. There's. It can you, be you done. Th-
0: you think that uh, we'd appreciate it more? Instead, we just keep working because we want to keep
1: doing it. I like it. I mean,
0: at home sometimes I'll have a toast with some champagne moats. It's real cheap. But what we will say is this about Faz, and this is true. It's not even debatable, really. In all the five boroughs, I'm known. I'm known all over the f-ing world. Now, I should play Silver Spoons now, but, well, you know. All right.
1: All right. <laughs> did, did RJ, you ever watch Silver Spoons? I did. It's a good show. It's a good show. Go ahead. I watched it when I was a little kid. Yeah. RJ's four-weight play is on the New York Jets and Carolina Panthers, and, uh-oh, We've got Crossfire.
0: Wait, someone's going against me?
1: Someone's who, going against who you. Who is so stupid to do that? The wickedest man in the world. Who, you? No. Well, that's you. <laughs> it used to be you, wasn't it, Fez?
0: No, not wicked. So what's your star rating on this?
2: One. Oh. It just barely went but, but you know,
0: it's still. Uh, Three hundred dollars. You don't want this, do you? No,
2: I'm not buying out. Buy out. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll give you an Ellis Island steak dinner. That's it. Well, oh, but you wouldn't be paying. What do you think your negative EV is on this? Nine dollars and
0: ninety-nine cents. No, seriously. What do you think it is? it? I think if Less I bet, if I yeah. like it, it's ROI ten percent. Nah, not that high.
1: Really? You want a double? No. All right. Let's talk about who's on what side.
0: The Jets and the Panthers Sam Darnold betting against him it's really that simple because how are the pan if if how good is Sam Darnold in your rankings
2: where is he he's way it, too cut, high the printer I don't have a 27th league. I, I have didn't have look league far league. enough down and I,
0: and I still wonder how in the hell there's anyone below him Andy Dalton's 28. dude that is insane he's got Mac Jones like 32. well listen 31. Man. listen I do think there's a point, to because we do have survivorship bias in our minds, which is a powerful concept they use in mutual funds, that, that we forget about the bus. We say, well, what about so-and-so? Well, what about Josh
1: And What about, so- But then where's Trevor Lawrence?
0: Personally, he'd be below some of these other rookies, because I don't see anything redeeming about him, quite frankly, hardly.
1: Can you read the first? uh
0: Simple fate of Sam Darnold. But, like that's
1: the exact. I mean, I, I. But it's not all. But it's part. Yeah, of it. it's the, just the first thing that on my list. Do I'm you gonna, have this as a pick? It's a lean for me, but okay. yeah.
0: So Fez, all joking aside though, Andy Dalton. You really think Sam Darn? What has he ever done to be better than Andy Dalton?
2: What has Andy Dalton ever done to be better than, than Sam Darnold? Just went to the Darnold playoffs in like in the recent three years. Fifty
0: years in a row. In the last three years. All right. So let's. Would last year be pretty indicative?
2: Sure.
3: So
0: what was the uh, QBR, Mackenzie? Alright. What's
2: that? Dalton was thirty-third. Dalton was thirty-third? Oh sorry, you know what? I moved around my ratings. I'm not sure if that that's accurate. I take we should look it up.
3: Okay.
2: Dalton was
4: twenty-fifth. Sorry. Sam then, Darnold was thirty-third.
1: I mean dude, what are you doing? Do you want to? Do you want to buy out now?
4: No, <laughs> no, no, I want to get a bat that gives me exposure.
2: I, I want to ask you. Maybe I'm complete. I'm probably completely wrong. here. Right. I actually thought it was an advantage that Darnold would be facing the Jets. See,
0: I now let me ask you a question. What's been the talk? About Darnold and the redemption, which is the the Jets organization. Now they did put it on Gase a lot, but it was like, do they? You think they want to see this guy that that now that they're in love? Because it's Wilson. People like him.
2: It seems like look good in preseason.
0: And so in general, it feels like you're taking with your new comrade versus the old. But I don't think it's even that. I think has Sam Darnold given us any indication that pressure is his friend?
2: Boy, that's a good point. <laughs> it is a good point. It really is a good point. I mean, point. he's going to be
0: nervous.
2: A nervous, I'll say it once. A nervous fucking. Thank wreck. God <laughs> he's on the, at home, right? Not, <laughs> I, mean, not, I, w- I wouldn't want any part of him back in New York. I don't know. It's I like mean,
0: Buckner there's going there's back go- to listen, Shea, right? There's ghosts all around. I mean, there's ghosts in Carolina. I mean, this is a guy that couldn't play on Monday night. He got—he was seeing ghosts. Listen, there's there's nothing redeeming about Sam Darnold nothing sports information services I think the name of it they do a lot of stuff with uh, football outsiders they got some great data it's more B2B they put out a ranking of 87 quarterbacks meaning third stringers and they did a statistical analysis this was no um, touchy-feely crap Sam Darnold was 87 out of 87 he was the worst quarterback walking the earth that had played even been in a camp
1: do we, do we agree the Jets are a bad defensive football team? Oh, yeah. Okay. If somehow Sam Darnold can't look good against the Jets, will you just move him to the bottom of
2: the list? I will make him last. Thank you. If that's that's all i You don't know, boomerang stuff here.
0: <laughs> wow. We don't, we don't have, boomerang. We have to boomerang. We have to make
2: a minor adjustment to bring him to. A, I, I have a half point away from being the worst quarterback in the league.
0: You know what I'm going to do that's going to shame you into this bat? I'm gonna take uh, Dalton, but we'll do it by passer rating because there isn't a minimum, right? You have Darnold, and I'll lay you 110. What happens if Dalton only plays like half a game? Okay, he has to
2: have. Let me think. 100 passes. That, that, no, because there's too much. There's survivor bias. Don't give me the R.J. Droopy draw. I'm gonna sucker you into making the stupid bet. Have you gone to like a life coach or something to try to combat
0: me <laughs> batting? Yes. <laughs> okay. Then we I'm all gonna... know
2: what's going to happen is that Dalton is, is going to get his ass kicked I'll by the Rams. Any... He's going to get replaced at halftime. Never to, be... to Never to they... be seen before. Never to be seen before. And then you're like, we got no bet, you got to have had have of 100 pass
1: attempts. Any bet you would make where you say Sam Darnold's going to be better than is a dumb bet. The only
2: like way, way Dalton is getting 100 I'm trying to stop action. The... Well, no, he it's said my... not gonna the I'm not going to get sucked. The only, gonna only way Dalton is going to get 100 trying to stop action. Pass attempts with the media clamoring for I Justin guy Fields. I'm a that
0: doesn't want to bet. They, they, you the one to push Dalton has Pittsburgh. Dalton, I'm not scared. I made an assessment. <laughs> I'll bet you. Listen, you want to?
2: I will bet Dalton doesn't get 100 pass attempts over the year. You want to bet that? Because Which, you're saying you're qualify, because your qualifier to bet for, for betting Darnold against Dalton is he? Well, my my guy, Dalton has to get 100 pass oh, whoa, attempts. Oh,
0: so you, th- I was trying to make you happy. Would you want no qualifier?
2: No qualifier, whatever his rating is after and, 10, and and you need the minus 110. I'll lay 110. So oh, 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 hold on a second. He might, he might play. A, he might play one quarter. So he might one have half. an amazing passer rating. He might play a half against the Rams, so never he, to be seen again, and I win. Why? Because Dalton will have like a minus three QBR, and well, that's I mean, all.
0: yet Do you hear when I keep saying? Passer rating. Passer rating. It's not QBR.
2: All right. Passer ratings fine. I'll have a horrible passer rating. You. I, I think you just
0: made a big mistake. So let's break it down for the listeners. I understand survivorship by saying if he does really poorly, he wouldn't make some criteria. So if you thought that I was trying to make you happy because I thought you were afraid that Andy Dalton would be horrible in general, but because it was only a half a game, he'd have a decent passer rating. But Sam Darnold's in theory going to last the whole year and his fifth-year option has been picked up. So, But if if you think you have a good bat, variance increases – if I don't have to meet a certain minimum.
2: So why would that help you in any way? Only if he was benched, I guess. Because if Andy Dalton gets 100 pass attempts, I would— Which is am- only three games. Which is more than we expect him to play. Mm, I don't know. So immediately, talking about th- that is survivorship bias and okay. its finest. Okay, okay.
0: If we—first of all, do you think anyone thinks the over-under is 14 games for uh, Justin uh, Field? Is- Andy Dalton. Well, fourteen game. We're looking at the other oh. side of it. So three you think Andy Dalton's over or under for games, if it
2: was three, you'd think the number's right. Three and a half. Yeah, three, three and a half. Okay. Yeah.
0: Even then probably he probably make... doesn't
2: it doesn't count if he gets one or two throws and he's yeah, just that's a mop true. up.
0: That's true. Yeah. So you think a hundred's too high?
2: Yes, I
3: do.
0: So you would you would make a major bet under a hundred passes. I would. Well, I almost want to double that up. Let me think about it. In fact, i I think I'm hedging myself there because that means no, I'm doubling down, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. Because Fuck it. Sure. <laughs> all right. Document so got, all these McKenzie. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So we, let's get our bets straight. You laid me. I won't even make, I won't even ask you to lay me. So it's a hundred or 300 to win 300 on will Andy Dalton have a hundred passes. Correct. And we're going Sam Darnold, Andy Dalton, passer rating, no minimum for either of them. That's right. And you like? I'm not gonna do this because it slows the pod down. But if if I said, "Hey, Steve, I do two dimes on this," would you? No, I don't buy you two dimes. Uh, but what I'm saying is, do you really like your position on the on the uh, Sam Darnold passer rating?
2: No. <laughs> so your life coach is I, messing up here somehow. Then. I like it.
0: I like it. So you do think you're 51 percent? Yeah, exactly. What do you think, AJ?
1: I don't want any part of anything that says All right, Sam. So Darnold. now
0: you can have a chance to step up. Because here's the thing about the green button: once betting opens, anyone else can jump in. So you now can have three hundred dollars exposed with Fez on either of those bets. Do you want it
1: on the hundred? No, I don't like that. Really? Well.
0: He's starting Week One. You realize?
1: I know, but don't I don't know mean, if he's finishing Week One. Yeah, he's playing the Rams. The,
2: the, but what's, and the the fans... of, what's the odds?
0: What's the odds that Fields doesn't get hurt for a game or two? I mean, what most, are the what
2: are the odds that um, he only needs to play a couple? That games. the Red Rifle doesn't get hurt game Not one the first
0: three
3: games?
2: All he needs is like a, a, a career-ending There's injury Steve. and a cash. There
0: might be. There might be. What are you guys laughing
1: <laughs> The wickedest man over here asking for a career-ending injury. Is
0: that what he said?
2: Yeah, a cash. I walked it out. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're like, so used to it. You know, like,
0: you know what he's like? He's he's like someone that like like they finally like got to the women and did something violent, like they were fighting a war and not really fighting. It's like, all right, scorched earth. And he came into this pod, <laughs> scorched earth. He wants any dote Now, but he brought your bangle. You like the bangles, right? I mean, that's your one team you like.
2: I I don't like anybody. They've all cost me money over the over but, different but times, and that's it. I hate serious. them all. In your no. Life, you no, paid? it would not be worth $2 for me to move the Bengals to win a game.
0: That's sick. And you were a childhood fan.
2: Oh yeah. Kenny Anderson, big Pete Johnson, Isaac that, Brooks. That life is out of me too. I have
1: no emotions when the teams I cheered for. You could have just, win just win stopped lose. after
2: the no emotion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we should care of cut, <laughs> but I mean, I'm like a goddamn poet with
4: these people. I mean, my, I have a heart on his sleeve. What do you think Mackenzie? McKenzie. As a lifelong fan, I, I'm just disappointed. I mean, these this is a, this is your livelihood. This is the Bengals. Remember when you were eight watching the TV? You just said it. This is livelihood. Yeah. You,
0: you know what it is, Mackenzie? Dealing with me every day. They mm. have, It's almost like you ever see when guys go into street fight, some of them take off the rings, but others grease themselves down. They might cut their hair a certain way, wear certain jackets, right? Yeah. You guys are coming in with every – like you've gone to a, a – Coaches, my—it's uh, like all to just try to break even with me. That's your goal.
2: Hey, I'm like Joe Turkey Jones. If I get a chance to slam Bradshaw into the ground, even if I get a flag called, I'm gonna was do it. it. Was that Turkey Jones? I yeah. was thinking
0: it was Deacon. Well, I was thinking it was Deacon Jones. No, Joe Joe Turkey Jones was the dude. The fact that you know that because it was the AFC Central and you were a Bengals yeah, fan—that's yeah, why. And now all that's gone. N- no doubt, <laughs> they killed Little Steve. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? You haven't worked a straight job this century, pretty much, right? That's accurate. And instead of thinking all these teams won my livelihood for me and my kid in private school and tennis and all these great things you do, you think of when they lost. But that night you made enough to have Ex- a man.
2: Exactly. It's totally irrational. I should, I should like— It's evil. And I think about Sam White when he beat the Oilers 61-3, to kicked a field goal with 10 seconds left. They asked him why and nobody said— I was not confident we could get it into the end zone on fourth down. <laughs> That's why I kicked the field goal.
0: So you like that? I love that. But now you don't love. It's not worth two dollars, do you? Yeah, I hate How it. How much deal. would you pay for the Bengals to win a Super Bowl? Be honest. Don't try to be funny. Dollar. <laughs> you wouldn't pay twenty dollars. Oh, I no, nah, no way, no way. He sounds like like a, an old guy that 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 once they stop wanting inflation to happen, that they won't buy anything if it's not the price it was when they last got laid or whatever. Is he sounds like it's like would you pay eight dollars for Grace? No way, right? God no. It's like you know they meet it with every ounce of their soul. I I gotta be honest, Steve, you don't fool me too often. I'm shocked. Hmm. I would have thought you would have paid like two hundred bucks for this. No. <laughs> Aj, who was your team growing up?
1: The Buffalo Bills.
0: Against the Steelers, and you don't care anymore. No. Why? Because of Because of Buffalo '66 wide left
1: or no, wide I, right? Yeah, I, I just uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm just dead to it now. <laughs> I, I like honestly. i I've, as life's going on. I've like I think about people who get upset and it ruins their day when their favorite
2: team but loses. It, but it and I think those joy. Are, it gives them joy. Those are too.
1: lunatics.
2: You know, I got, I got to chime in with AJ here because I consider it to be like a sign of emotional IQ that these, and this is men more than women, their team lose, their Blackhawks lose, and they're depressed all weekend long. That's how I am. If I say, how much money I you have? I've gotten away from that. No. But I was a
0: couple man. years ago, I was. I agree with that, I but you've gotten, you've become
2: much, yeah, much but it was more. something else.
0: Yeah. It was just the team. I loved the players. It was the laundry, but I loved the, I mean, Ryan Clark was one of the toughest players ever. He, the guy got the sickle cell thing or whatever. And and I, and I loved Ike Taylor. I loved Harrison. I mean, I don't know about Harrison and whatever issue. Yeah.
1: But that's what mo- most people, like you said, love the laundry. Like, who's Pittsburgh's biggest rival is Baltimore. Yes. If they traded rosters, would you cheer for Baltimore or Pittsburgh?
0: That's a great question. Um, now I probably cheer for Pittsburgh. I think back then it would have been tougher because I cared about mm-hmm. that. Now, I could, I wouldn't cheer against Big Ben. But now he's going to be gone. So
1: If he was wearing a Ravens uniform, you wouldn't cheer against him? No. Playing the Steelers? No.
0: Okay. No. I would hope at this point he was playing the Steelers if we had a better – Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, last thing, I had a re- renaissance with Pittsburgh because through the night – once they lost that 95, I really liked that Pittsburgh was perfect
1: in Super Bowls.
0: When they lost to the Cowboys. Neil O'Donnell.
1: Yeah. Oh, and now you're asking Bam me why I don't cheer for the Bills so anymore.
0: So that was tough. <laughs> and I started to emotionally back away. I can't lie. I cared, but I didn't care as much. But when they went on that run in 04, 4 well, when Big Ben came, and when they lo- and the girl I was dating at the time was from Pittsburgh. I, we were out in Vegas. She loved the Steelers, like almost as, or more than me probably. She grew up in Pittsburgh. And, you know, she was a sporty, sporty gal. We used to like when they lost big. Remember when the Steelers were fifteen and one, and they were home dogs of the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, they were like three. They they were down like twenty-eight to three in that game. I left the house. I couldn't. I, I, and then I was saying, "Isn't there a chance?" Then when I went back to check the score, I was like, "It was over." I was, "Isn't there a chance?" And then I and, I, and they say, "No, no, I, it wasn't."
2: <laughs> they were yeah. home against Elway the year that the Broncos won the Super Bowl. Also, right. You know how many? True. The Steelers are the only team like to lose home. There was a stretch where they were the only
0: team in 20 years to lose a conference championship yeah. game at home. They lost it like four times, and they were double-digit favorites three of them. They lost to the Chargers the year that they killed San Francisco. Oh. San Francisco killed. But Puno's wide open. Yeah, I, I listen. Sorry. No, I'm just saying. But then I got so into them when Big Ben came. They went 15 and one. And that went all the way to maybe two years ago. It probably did when Big Ben blew out his elbow, and it was like, come on, how much pain am I going to feel? And I'll be honest, I didn't like the national anthem stuff with them, meaning they seemed to take be at the forefront of it. I'm not saying that um, where I was on the Kaepernick thing, because I'm not sure, to be honest, because you hear different stories of what it all meant. You hear the socks with the pigs on it, then you hear other things. I'm not in a position, I haven't read it all, I don't know. But I know this, if they're playing the National Anthem, if you want to kneel, kneel, but staying in the locker room, see, they did that, I think it was against the Bears. And, I, and that just felt wrong to me, because it felt like they were going to give it more attention. Whatever you were, the NFL was trying to, like, dampen it down, right? Which is business, I get yeah. that. But I, I think, you know, to me, I'm about freedom. So I don't you know, I didn't, wouldn't have wanted to stop them. But and then what really was bad, I thought was their left tackle, who's now with the Ravens, was an Army Ranger. Villanueva. Yeah. I've tried with his name. Villanueva. I think I got it wrong. Yeah, no, Villan- I think you got Villanueva. it right. You yeah. did it pretty well. Yeah. That's good. And my coach is war. Is he an enunciation coach too? <laughs> <laughs> but but he, you know, he was an Army Ranger. Yeah. He walked out by himself for the National Anthem. Yep. Now, if you're on the team, you're going to be the one. No team that's staying in the locker room. So if you're the one team staying in the locker room, but you're the one team I think that has a special force, and to be honest, I don't care if you're special forces or not. If you were in the service and he, that's on your team, you're going to do it for them, right? I, and I'm not saying everyone there is a piece of shit at all because I still root for them, but it just made me like think emotionally. Like, uh, you know, how much, what, I don't know what's going on in that locker room, and I don't know. I th- and I, to be honest, I think in general that's a general feeling that a lot of people's had about sports. If they don't mind, if they disagree with someone, you know, most people. I mean, bigots or whatever are gonna do what they're gonna do. But I don't think you want to think your life's ethos and someone else's are so off, and then you're funding their life in a way by being a fan.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know. But it's just brought me back to I root for them, but I. I, I
1: if they lose, you didn't ruin your day. It does. But I used to get upset. No. You've I mean, emotionally evolved.
0: No,
2: I think I've lost something. <laughs> we'll talk about this next week. Now, no, do we have 600 or 300? I can't remember on the screen button since we're conflicting. We're, we're Oppo.
0: 300 for me, but on two separate
2: bets. So that's six in total. Well, well, we also have the Jets in, in Carolina. So, so you've oh. got the Jets. Is it 300? Oh, so my gosh, we got three bets on yes. this. Is it 300 also? 300, yeah. Boy. All right.
1: My three weight New England. Uh, New England minus three. The team New England's sending out this week is not the same New England we saw last year. They, they've they re- revamped both sides of the ball. The defense last year, we know, crushed by injuries, crushed by COVID opt-outs. I think you're going to see a huge jump in production. They get Hightower back. They add Matt Judon. They add uh, Godshaw and Van Noy from Miami directly. Belich- right, so
2: your, your
0: pick is the Patriots?
1: Patriots minus three.
0: And it's what number? Three. Three. No, no, what I'm saying is what ranking? My three this number was below three all week I mean or for months right aren't you yes you know, what's changed I mean is it because we don't think Mac Jones is better in the first I mean you actually would have Patriots hire fez with uh with cam the wave. With cam
1: yeah and I disagree with that completely okay
0: so yeah yeah focus on uh, make sure you include that for sure yeah
1: okay yeah I don't I don't think there's any drop-off for, for uh, from Even week one week one no I don't I, I don't think Bill Belichick would put a lesser guy out there. He
0: would. Meaning, tell me this. If he thinks, uh, what were you saying? Like week five, you thought the crossover happens. Yeah. All right, let's say that's right. That week five, that Fez is right, let's say. Wouldn't you rather have, Max going to have to play those first four or five games anyway. And he wanted Cam to stay. It was just Cam wanted to go try to find a starting job. I think if he had his brother. but since Max's going to have to have those initial games anyway, he'd rather have him early, I think. Why would you want him later, right? Yeah, that's true. So I I don't know if I'm right about the final conclusion, but I do think Belichick does sacrifice in September to win in January a lot.
1: Okay. Uh, He's got a full – Belichick had a full camp, has a full preseason to prep for Tua, who's busy learning a new playbook, by the way, another second-year quarterback with a new coordinator learning a new playbook. Did Tua play
0: against Patriots twice last year or once? I can't remember. Once. Once. Okay.
1: And the Dolphins don't have a fallback anymore. If Tua struggles, there's no Fitzpatrick to to bail him out.
0: They got the guy from the coach, right? The former Patriots? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and it looks like the, the, the Dolphins are going to be without Austin Jackson, who's got COVID now. And, of course, we've talked about this ad nauseum. Belichick, who just owns first and second year quarterbacks, 65% against the spread. This is Tua's first real road game. And I think the the, the Patriots have built this offense to thrive – for a young quarterback they've got pass catching running backs they went out and got strong at tight end uh and i like i said i don't think jones is a downgrade from cam because i i i think that's the reason bill has him there is because i think he believes in him and a lot of the dolphins success last year on defense was due to turnovers they they forced more turnovers than anybody in the league. There has to be some kind of a regression when it comes there. Twenty-nine takeaways last season—that was best in the NFL. I think there's regression. I like New England minus three.
0: Theory is there's a lot of luck in turnovers. I agree with that. And turnovers are so instrumental. But if the Miami had gone seven wins last year, it would have been about what we expected, right? So I guess the question is, does it fee- What would their win total like? The Chargers last year—they win- won
2: four games. Mm, yeah, I'm, I thought they won five.
0: One second, pull up. So my point is, they went from four or five to nine and, and even more, yeah. right?
4: Chargers won seven last year. Oh, they did. Win Was seven.
0: it seven? Yeah. Okay, okay. here it is. Yep. So my say Miami went seven last mm-hmm. year. They still would have. It's not like Miami's been jumped a whole other like two games. They're pretty no. much saying that that what's Miami's win total? Nine point two. Yeah. So they're saying if anything it's factored in. It's fact. Yeah. I, that's a good way to say, it. I think if they would have lost those games last year, it wouldn't change with the win total. It would have still man. been. Yeah. I, I agree with that. So I guess the regression doesn't worry me as much because it's built in, I think,
2: but you know, it's interesting with the you, line disparity. Oh, go ahead. AJ. I was saying, do, then do you think
1: that new England's improvements, like getting all the guys back from COVID th- last year, not having the weapons that they were missing? Like, do you think that's been added in as well? Because otherwise, how, how are we saying new England and Miami, or n- even on a neutral. Well,
0: except it's two and a half. I mean, no one's going to go three right now with home field. You agree with that, yes. right?
1: So that's – Even that's for like, a second-year quarterback making his first road start?
0: Yeah, I mean, that falls in that category. Uh, remember, though, it doesn't invalidate your point. 20 cents is coming off a of three about. So that's, that's like
2: three t- – that's like a point and a half. That's a yeah.
0: lot. It's not an easy dis- or a small distinction. Fez, go ahead. Give me your general handicap.
2: Uh, Lion. Advantage for New England. This is a pretty stark difference here. Pro football focus, beginning of the year rankings. Offense, New England, number three offensive line. Miami, number 29. Defensive line, New England, middle of the road at 15. Miami, 28. That's a pretty big difference. So, New England should dominate this game in the trenches.
0: I think this is a low-scoring game. And, and you look at the total. These two know each other. There's sometimes Belichick... I mean, let's be candid. Who Of everyone, anyone walking the earth right now, who is best suited to start Bill Belichick's offense? Maybe the best mm, p- prior Forrest. defensive coordinator he had? Yeah. And you might say, yeah, but, RJ, you've told us, if two people know each other, the greater mind gains more from that insight. I agree, Belichick's a greater mind, but history tells us Miami's done very well against the Patriots at least the versions prior it's been what two years he's been head coach right so uh, Flores can you look um at the out the, just a score of the four games Mackenzie read it to us when
2: you're ready L- yep. last year was 201 uh, 22 to 12 34 22 points. to 12 so he held the Patriots to 12 points and then the game at New England 11 to 21 New England wins
0: so literally i mean, back no to what you're
2: this, saying. Yeah, it's total opened to 46 and a half
0: it's down to 43 and a half. In this day and age, I think this is about matchup and knowledge. Now, since the the, the line's small, it's not like I'm saying you got to take the yeah. dog, but you want the dog in theory if it's going to play first half but, under
2: 21 and a half. But there's also well, been is s- that what it is? That's what it will be with the total. You're is saying 43 so that's just one of those mechanical quirks. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: but we should do that every game that's in that range, right? If you you I, should
4: you, you should pretty much look that way, yes, yeah. because of the, the biggest... 2019 matchups as Go ahead. well. So the first one, the Patriots dominated, 43 to zero. The second one, last game of the season, the Dolphins won twenty-seven to twenty-four.
0: Okay, so not as much. Okay, now the que- that was with Brady twice. Now here's the interesting question, though: is at no point has Miami scored more? I mean, so Belichick's got Miami figured out. So do you maybe want to go team total? I mean, we got to pick in now, but is there value on going under team if you're fading Miami? Do you go under team total because it does seem like that that New England the Miami has fi- New England figured out at least they did last year.
1: I think I, I mean I like under for the game, but I I would specifically like Miami under team total. What
2: do you think of that? Got to get a 20 and a half. That 20 is such a big number. Uh-huh.
0: And let's explain the mechanics thing. So though it might get bet off that when they, when the bookmakers put up things initially, they have a Excel sheet or whatever that converts for the first, and they don't sit there and go, wow, 21 to, you know, key number. It's literally, just the math. And thus there's times in certain ranges you can get a key number. Uh, though, if the total was only down a point, it would get you off a key number and it would be a huge loss.
2: Exactly. So the total in this game is 43 and a half. New England's favored by three. So I'm the bookmaker. I'm like, Oh, 23.25. 20, 20.25. Those are the team totals. You know what? We'll round up from 20.25 to 20.5, but that's a, obviously a huge, huge difference between you know 20 and 20.5. A team's going to win. We score exactly 20 points. Gosh, RJ, it's like 9% of the time, 10% of the time.
0: Okay, and that's something that's really not public knowledge, specifically some of those hit rates on first halves and different things. One is Steve Fezzik's very best. Qualities. And oh, by the way, this should be a good time for a little promotion. And we got two things to talk about, but both of them are great and they'll be quick. Number one, Steve Fezzik's NFL. You hear it here. The guy's rip, roaring, and ready to go. He's, he's being ballsy with me. It's almost like, did you, did you ever see the sunshine of the spotlight or the eternal sunshine no. of the spotless mind? It's when, <laughs> it's when people, or one person, Jim Carrey, had his memories expunged. You think? Did you do something with hypnosis where you forgot the ass kicking you've been taking for me, and that now you're just confident like it never happened?
2: The only thing I can say as far as memory expunges that movie with Bing Bong, um, Inside Out, that movie, the animated feature, oh, Inside Out. That, yeah. What they have that they have that you go deep Pixar. dark. In Pixar, you go deep, deep in the memory dump, and you forget everything in the memory dump, Uh like your imaginary friend. So you're you're avoiding the question. Did you have any? So you're like my imaginary friend. I've forgotten how I got my ass kicked betting.
0: Yeah, but it seems like you forgot. Have you done anything with a professional to try to forget?
1: (laughs) No. Men in Black did the memory erase too. Like. Is that right? Yeah. Like, so if you saw an alien... I never saw a man in black. If you saw. Oh, I like good movies. I know you don't see blockbusters. Yeah, I like good movies. No, I saw
0: Titanic.
1: Oh,
4: okay.
0: American Sniper, I liked.
4: Okay. Oh, here's a quote, McKenna. You can read it. How happy is the blameless, vestial lot, the world forgetting (laughs) by the world forgot, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, each prayed, accepted, and wish resigned.
0: That was weird. I liked it. Are you going to are you going to at some point I, th- I, th- I thought he said oh. Mike Sando
1: right in the middle <laughs> of it. That's from the Athletics Mike Sando. <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been oh good. my god, that would have been That good. was written
4: I, by one of the greatest under 5 foot people of all time, the poet Alexander Pope in the 1700s. He's right behind Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> he really was.
2: <laughs> On a very related note, um Bernie Fratto passes a trend here, Divisional Dogs. You want to I'm afraid to quote things of Bernie's without a tribute yeah <laughs> you hey, he could kick my butt um divisional dogs have been money since 2003 51 and 32 against the spread Wait, divisional dogs week one in the the very first game for whatever reason divisional dogs you know so have that's a great big trend.
0: let's think about that a second
2: why would that be familiarity
0: but that's you're familiar in week two too.
2: Yeah, why, why is familiarity so good? Maybe, maybe it's a case of everyone's sky high week one, but... But then that would even things out. It would, but... What's going on here? I'm not sure. Any ideas?
1: None.
0: I'm going to think on this.
2: Maybe I'm, if I'm good and I'm playing someone who's bad week one, I'm like, oh, we, we always beat these guys. Yeah, this is I'm hyped up, but we always beat the Bengals.
0: You know what it could be? No, it would be the opposite. I would think the favorites would be focused because it's like I,
2: off a of buy, favorites do That's much That's what more. I would have thought also. I would have thought they'd do well week you one. you sure eight? Bernie's got the right stat first? Oh, course. yes. He's been quoting this one for years.
0: But it could have been wrong from the start. You <laughs> no. ever hear the story about iron and spinach? It, they had nine grams or whatever for like 30 years. It was 0. .9, <laughs> but someone did a transcription error, and, and
2: Popeye and everything went for decades. What a fugazi! <laughs> On the the parlay cards in Vegas, the five-teamer paid 26. The six-teamer paid 54, not 52, not double, a little more than double. And then they went back to the seven-teamer 104. It was just a typo. One place that put out that parlay card, every other place in Vegas copied and made the six-teamer more attractive at 54. How do you know it's a full gaze? It's a fake. Yeah, I know what a full gaze is.
0: All right. We can tell how much we don't like promotion because right in the middle of the promotion, We'd start screaming about other things. <laughs> Fez is ready. And how many – what's your winning year count right now at game
2: It's like seven of eight or so? What is, yeah, I had one losing year. Yeah, but how many winning years? I think I've been, since 2013 I've been aboard. Yeah, so, so that's six and one.
0: Right? Is that right? Seven years? I mean, this is 2020, but it's not
2: over in theory. Yeah. Okay, But I am up 55 units this year. All
0: right. So think about that. The guy wins. And this is tracked. In fact, this is a third party that tracks this one in the pregame forums. There's no debate in this one. And there's no debate in any of them. They get put up right when the game starts. How could you debate them? You know, the game start, you see the game. Log it and see, find us on mistakes, all right? You won't. That's been spent 40 pages trying to debunk. It couldn't do it. a bunch of money. Couldn't do it. Yep. In fact, they went bankrupt after. I'm saying it's connected. <laughs> I wish it was. So here's the question. Who's the best college football guy? Well, let's look at the numbers. AJ, who won last year's college football standings at all pregame, including Fezzik, including anybody? I did. You did? I did. How about the year before? I did. How did you start this year?
1: Pretty strong. <laughs> Do you have a record? <laughs> uh, I think my overall record now is 8-3. and three.
0: When did you have those
1: losers? Thursday.
0: Oh, oh, that doesn't count. So since Saturday, no, okay. <laughs> I'd say, I was seven and
1: one on Saturday. Seven and one.
0: So this, I mean, and, w- and your numbers were what? Like you said, like 57, 58% those two years?
1: 57, yeah.
0: I mean, shit, you do that for one more year, you'll be in our territory in the super contest. One of these days. So think about it. Steve has as much to do, I mean, just unequivocally, as much to do. I made the final decisions, but I lean on him like crazy. So you got a guy that's got two super contests even before this. He freaking won, only guy. And then just the last three years messing around, he's had fifty six and change with me. And he, him, and I are talking about these games. I, mean, I can promise you, you're getting some RJ. I mean, I promise in his picks, <laughs> which is good. I want everyone exactly. to get the best. And then you got another guy that's done it for two years. And how many picks, though? Like like 80, 100 a year, right? A lot,
2: yeah. Way more than Your that. Your volume. His
0: volume. Wow. And here's the point. There's a special package that you can get Fez's NFL only, his specialty, and AJ's NFL only, his specialty. His NCAA. His NCAA college football only. Not NFL, not his specialty. Still good. Pretty good. Not as good as me. We agree with that, right? Yeah. Are you better at me in college as much as I'm better at you in the NFL? I haven't picked a college game in 10 years. I think That would be interesting. I bet I could just look at the screen and do decent. I think I could. You do, we'll do that another time. Let's talk about that. Well, like, you, we, you, you just
2: asked him, is he better at checkers than you are at chess in some no, ways? No, he's saying is the gap
0: different? No, he's, he's saying that, that college football was like a child. Oh you know. it's, It is easy. I actually disagree. I,
1: interesting. I think it takes more work. Why aren't you fifty seven percent in college? <laughs> oh no, I'll tell you shots this. fired. I tell you this. Oh, you just said said checkers
2: and shot. Well I'm sixty six percent so far this year, so Yeah, hey, we'll uh, I hope
0: AJ can't hear this. You ever know he's fighting with everyone. So if people are wondering who is it, it's like it's the guy fighting with Fez, fighting with RJ, fighting with Mackenzie off air. He made fun of Tom's hair. I mean <laughs>
2: and the guy's bald. You should have heard what he said about
0: Spencer. Mm. Oh, yeah, that, that, uh, HIPAA law say we did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is interesting. There was a fellow that, um, you know, he talked on the pod once or twice. <sighs> nice guy, I think. Oh, yeah. But he was emotionally, uh, he was nervous. I think that's all you can say. And, and without, you know, the, it's not being pejorative. He was a nervous fellow. First day, AJ comes in screaming like, We'll say, we'll, let's just say, ethically... Um, oh, uh let's, no, say let's board, not say that. Borderline. Borderline <laughs> jokes. If it were 1973, I'd say.
2: Short people. Got, Ugh, yeah. no
0: reason. I mean, Archie Bunker would not have been offended. So I'm not saying it was like, you know let's we don't want to get into it no we don't but, what is our next pick but yeah. McK- you're the one that got into it, but yeah, I Mackenzie, know, it last thing on this how would you characterize and don't try to be funny i gotta say this to everyone now no one else here is funny <laughs> Go, aj can be funny occasionally what do you think how close to the
4: line was he or past it i think he was right on the line <laughs> testament of great comedian
0: Except he's not a comedian. Comedians (laughs) are supposed to make people mad. We got the political guy. We got the comedian. (laughs) All right. So anyway, I'm going to finish. Here's why this is so good. It's because you don't have to buy – Fez is good in college, but he's not as good as AJ. And AJ certainly is not as good in the NFL. And we'll see that when he finally tries to beg off a baton with us here in week eight. It's my prediction. Or, But I'm planting a seed so he gets so stubborn he won't do that, and then we keep getting paid. One way or the other, we do fine, faz. We've done this in the past with Brad Powers and him, a specialist. And, listen, all we can say is if you look at the numbers, A.J. last two seasons have been, uh, you know, as, as good as anyone's been in pregame's history in a two-year run of college. Yes. And I think, you know, listen, this is no negative to Brad. He knows his stuff. Okay. That's one. And that's and if you're going to get it, you're going to get it now because that means you get to the colleges on Saturday. You get Fez's opening weekend and win totals, right? Yes. Tell yeah. us about that.
2: Yeah, so I've got uh, four to five NFL season win totals recommendations, and obviously you get it. You can bet that until Sunday and get down basically free five extra bets. And historically, those have been some so of my— You like them at
0: the current numbers? Yes, I do. Okay. So— Check it out. Just go to either of their pages, and you'll see the option to buy for both of them. And you can get Fez all by himself, college and pro, and AJ, uh, NFL and pro, or NFL and college. Okay, number two, and this one's simple, but it's your last chance. We have a super contest that emulates that super contest, but we make it easier. You can shop lines, and you can bet anytime you want. So what we keep it, or pick, what we keep is the five-pick minimum. Or or five pick exactly, and thus you can compare to us and whatever whatever, and it's free. And you know what the winner gets either, either, fifteen hundred in cash. Or entered into the super contest next year, and we give you a free p- proxy. So really, effectively that proxy is about five hundred dollars. So we we're, we're saying you wait and get in the contest, you get two thousand, or you take the cash, you get fifteen hundred. And you know what? I think almost every year they've, they've gone in the contest. Right. And there's other prizes, second, third, and fourth. I'm going to add a little sweetener in the mix. Anyone that gets a hot streak going, like a real good one, like twelve, you know, 14 and one, we'll read their picks the next week. But if you're a listener to this pod, you can somehow tweet them to me. We'll figure it out. Email them to me. And we will have not only your picks – but a little bio that you want to give us because you're a pod listener, your Twitter account, and hell, even a little analysis. We'll let you give your best bet, whatever it is that week, a little analysis. And if the guy so – if someone gets really hot, we maybe do a phone call, tape them for 30 seconds, yeah, edit it down, you know. When they say, Fez, you're the bet, you know. Is your hair real? All those things that you get all the time. What do you think of that, AJ?
1: It's good. And, yeah. yes, it's real.
0: It's, it is, yeah. yeah. So – Pregame.com, you hit the contest tab, it's free. There's other contests there. It's free cash. And you can see how you do. And you can see how, if you hit 56%, like us underdogs. Last question What would you make the over under for anyone off the street? You just hear this guy is good. Like someone, but legitimately, like a better you know says this guy's a real strong NFL guy. Super contest, you're making an over under. Percentage win, where do you make it? 53.4. So you think the best person in the planet has a 50% chance to be above 53.4, 50% to be below?
2: No, just a really sharp guy,
0: 53.4. All right, how about someone who is, well, I mean, who is next level that we can identify? Brett
1: Favre. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Is because, I mean, it strikes me that. We, we should be batting those blind. I mean, is there anyone public? I mean, I don't think anyone public is beyond that, right?
2: I don't think so. I know, I know they aren't. They aren't. What would you put the over-under for us? 54.2. So
0: we're better than anyone else in the world is what yes, you're saying. that's what the data shows. I think it – listen, there might be guys that are so in it they don't want anything to be public. Let's just say there was a few and far between. I was going to do Number this – what is that?
1: Brett Favre, number four.
0: Do you keep doing a joke when it yeah. bombs? <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, you like to keep doing <laughs> that's it. That's a good <laughs> joke. Just
0: kind of in Ed. Well, exactly. let, let everyone
2: <laughs> I, I want to bet that's not funny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you win, Fez. Pay him. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. It was okay the first time. Exactly. All right. So, last thing. Fez, when we just started, you had, um, you. I think if we went five years back, you, your two super contests would have made it. So we did a kind of clever thing. It said, open inv- invite to the world. We'll bet you hundred thousand dollars. And I think we were willing to take the bets twenty at a clip. I didn't want someone betting five thousand and getting all kind of attention from it. Yeah. So I think it was like twenty was the minimum. And we said fifty-six point eight percent? It was whatever your five year was, was at 56.8%. the time. And I think yeah, you're No right. one could duplicate it. We said well over under fifty-six for well, one year, if you're over we pay you the hundred. You, Still waiting for the phone what, to ring. Well, we haven't extended it publicly. But I'm telling you, at the time I was playing poker with Alan Boston, and everyone in town knew about this. No one stepped no one up. A lot, of, a lot of chirping about it. They were, what's the cat? saying, well, no cat. Escrow. Yeah, escrow. You know. Telephone didn't ring. Nobody. It was like Mackenzie on prom night. <laughs> now, that's a joke. That is good. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: All right. Uh, Fez, you're 3 weight. The Seahawks at the Indianapolis Colts for the contest. That line is at three.
2: All right. I'm going to keep this short and simple because I think RJ's handicap on this one is really spot on. But remember,
1: I don't have a pick in this one. So yeah, but
2: go. you're gonna you're gonna agree, I think. Yeah. So go back before all this Carson Wentz issues, and what was the line on this game? Well, the Colts were favored. They're laying two and a half. What's happened since? A whole lot of bad stuff for the Colts. Carson Wentz. What stuff is going to affect them in week one is the question. Exactly. So what's affecting week one? Well, Carson Wentz is going to play, but he he doesn't have any practice time because he had a bone that was broken, fused, whatever. And some teams are choosing to have their quarterbacks not play, even when they're on a new team. That's right. I'm not saying this is a non-factor, but it's a fairly minimal factor because it's a brand new quarterback for a team. Hey, Might be worth a half point, even a full point. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, uh, somewhat washed up, number one wide receiver. He's out indefinitely. That's probably another half point tacked on, and we got some O line issues, specifically Quentin, You're Quentin Nelson. Is he worth at this point? Is a half a point still? Well, the Pascal and the guys behind him are, are like they they don't have a good receiving core behind them. But didn't so he sign for like six million dollars?
0: It, it was a real modest yeah, amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so
2: I mean, I'm 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 trying to use crazy assumptions to get to this number, saying even if even if say once is worth a point, and T.Y.'s worth a half, and Quentin Nelson's worth another half, and they've had some COVID issues. That's another half. I can only get two-and-a-half to three points squeezed out of the turnip of this line, which gets this line to pick them, and now it's from flop. With
0: the, From where the line was when the before the troubles.
2: Exactly. And now Seattle is suddenly laying the three. What has Seattle done to make us so much more confident? All right, Russell's a little happier, maybe. Um, they signed some guys on defense. So maybe we have great Seattle half point. It doesn't get you there. It gets you Seattle favored fine by one, not by three. So I like the plus three.
0: I think it's a great handicap. It's pure value. Here's my thoughts though. One, I agree with you about, it, it makes no sense. It, it, and we talked about this on air and I thought AJ had a good on straight out of Vegas. I thought AJ had a good point. It was in general, this has been a reevaluation of Carson Wentz. That to some degree, it's like, wait a minute, this guy was horrible last year. Wait a minute, this guy's not. You know, the practice. It just feels like he's been under the microscope in a way that isn't hasn't helped him too much. So, the line could have moved if there was no bone problems or whatever. It couldn't move five or six. It feels like it still doesn't make sense. But I think it could have been a couple point move and uh, without any. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz injury. Thus, It wouldn't get back to two and a half. It'd get back to Pickham or whatever. But it's not even that, right? So eh, I don't know. Let's just say it's not all explainable. Thus, I think there's pure value there. Number two, the thing that causes me pause is this is, again, Lance Zerline. He was talking about how the Colts – and he actually, you were saying, uh, is, has a personal relationship with Ballard. Mm-hmm. So a scout, personal relationship, NFL Network. He says Seattle's defense is going to have major problems, major. So maybe with the run specifically, which is what they're going to want to do. So I guess the question is, do we maybe look at the Colts? So this this helps, you know, this helps the Colts. Do we look at the Colts team total here? Do we say we don't really want this overrated Colts D? Last year, people were like, they run the ball and they play D. Well, their D sucked for the yeah. Colts, mm. right? Do I mean, I know we can't do that on the Super Contest, but do you, do you maybe like the Colts to score? I know it's scary with Wentz a quarterback.
2: I tell you what, that— I, I I love the plus three so much. When the line game was lined less than three, mm-hmm. that the, the 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 value I'm picking up from so that. So you're three. on the right side of
0: all the conversions, like when we do first half, second yeah. half. whatever. Okay. But you would like that bet too. Yeah, I would. Okay. So I guess in a weird way, as I think this through, this makes me like the Colts more. The fact I was thinking for some reason in my mind mm. that that Zerline's analysis was going to actually go against the Colts, but you like the Colts. Yes. I like this, too. For some reason in my mind, I, I said, I, you know what it was now. I think about it. I hate Carson Wentz so much at this point.
1: I just couldn't. It's about, hard to bet on him.
2: It's hard to bet on him. Well, think about. Aren't you worried about that? Of course. But think about the, because he was so bad last year. But think about the the rule of three. I like moving the spread sometimes, three points in each direction. Okay. If I told you. You mean my thing. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's like he's going, you
2: know what, what do you like, call it what's the RJ theory is it three points you move the line I
0: usually move it two because it's always going to look good because my theory is if you move it two could you make the case yeah yeah still yeah, yeah three so you're never going to see make. three
2: is my theory and two is your even though I oh, stole the whole concept you
0: okay except uh, tell me the games that you think if you move it three <laughs> yeah. it's still a decent line
2: this I'm, game this game I can move three and make it pick them and if why you, isn't this your your best bet Carson Wentz, yeah. but but I mean it really goes to show if if, if this line had been picked all summer, we'd be going in. Yep, kind of makes a lot of sense. I don't really have anything in this game, but if it was six, we'd be like, oh my God, we're making our biggest bet of the all year. Right.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, co-sign this. I like it. I like it. Even with Car, this should be the one time I bet Carson yeah. Wentz this year. You see this line moving?
2: No. Oh yes, I, I see it leaking back down. I don't. It, it can't go any higher than three.
0: Here's something to close and you guys can tell in AJ you probably know more about this kind of thing. Seattle traded one of their cornerbacks to the Steelers. Now, this was a guy that uh can you get that player? McKenzie?
1: Their third cornerback, but he graded very high. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, but in this League today, you need five cornerbacks. Like every team should want five or six cover guys because they go four receivers. I mean, one guy gets hurt. There's nothing worse than getting a guy off the street. Got Arizona in that division where they're going to run four wide receivers at you? So the question becomes why would Seattle do that if it's not just a cost? It it feels like they've been chipping away at this Mm. team's talent. And they ended up signing, you know, they signed Brown. Maybe it's just they're financially in a spot where they're making cuts in a way that don't seem to make a lot of news. But, man, maybe that demoralizes the team.
1: Well, this was they signed him to a one-year deal this year and obviously didn't play a game on it. But he apparently just had a really, really disappointing preseason and, they, again, I don't know if they told him, hey, you're not going to be a starter. He wanted to be a starter. They'd let they let him go. But they but, don't do that on a – Well, say, you said that they let Cam go for that but same Cam,
0: reason. Cam's an MVP. Well, Cam's a legend. I mean, the funny thing is Cam is a legend to a certain generation. The way he – Cam was probably – I think Vince Young was the best college player I've ever seen. I think Cam might be the second best. Is that crazy? Tim Tebow did a lot. No, I'm not talking about accumulated results. I'm saying I'm talking
1: about like, statistically, Tim Tebow. That's did not a lot. what
0: I'm talking about. I'm talking about no. when you watched him. You said that guy is the second. I've never seen someone on the field look that or better than that, except for you know, is, is he up there? Yeah, he's up there. So he's top five for sure. He wins the Heisman. They won the national. Won the national right? title, yeah. Then he wins a, or he plays in a Super Bowl, gets yep. an MVP, and he had, and he's running over you know linebackers. You know, in a macho culture, you know, he and plus Belichick liked him. Belichick liked him to the point that, you know, you got Belichick talking about vaccines defending Cam.
1: Which you know he didn't want to do.
0: I don't know. I think he likes to – I think, to be honest, I think we're similar in this way. Oh, my God. This guy's name is – oh, it sounds – it's spelled crazy, but it's it's uh, Kello. Is that right?
4: Yeah, Kello Witherspoon. Okay,
0: Kello, but why has it got an A there? Kello. Okay, okay, so why did you say Kello Witherspoon?
4: Must have just delighted that word.
0: Okay, A Kello Witherspoon. I should have just said Witherspoon. That would have worked. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like a boxer. Witherspoon, I think he's going to do well in his fight against the Southpaw. His PFF grade was an 80.2, the eighth highest amongst every quarterback in the league. The eighth best quarterback, no. We don't need you. I mean, he can't have dropped off. And Pittsburgh had to look at his game tape, meaning in preseason, to see if he was injured or something. Steelers are pretty good. I think Seattle's selling off. I think it's like the Raiders are like this. I think there's financial strain. You don't know how it's going to affect the team. What do you think?
1: I, I don't disagree with you. The only thing that keeps me from liking this game the way you guys do is there's just a ton of uncertainty on Indianapolis with health. Uh, besides Carson Wentz, who we assume is going to play. Mm-hmm. Quentin Nelson seems really unlikely to play okay, this week. that's point. built in. Eric Fisher now, uh, he was it's limited at practice so, right? today. Oh, is
0: he, even, he may even play. I L- thought he was out for sure.
1: Limited at practice today. And now Xavier Rhodes, their number one corner, who's going to be on DK Metcalf, been healthy all preseason. He missed practice today with a calf injury.
0: Well, what, what, what is it? So they have probable, questionable, doubtful? Right,
1: Not yet. Right now all they've got is didn't participate in practice.
0: Well, on Wednesday, they had – Mackenzie. can you look that up? Yes, I'm on. Yeah, because, I mean, I think it's – Officially
1: questionable.
0: It's officially questionable. Wednesday's
1: the day they've got to have it in? I don't – I think you're right. That's actually right, yeah.
0: Okay, so mathematically now, questionable plays, I think it's like 78% of the time. So I'm not saying it's the case. Do you remember what questionable plays – I know Dow was I, up to like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I know probable was up to like ninety five.
1: yeah, i I don't. but yeah. if but if he's missing practice on Wednesday with a calf and you're going to tell him to check the most physical receiver in the NFL on Sunday,
0: I, I think the thing we got to figure out is. Are these, these are valid points I think you're making? The question is, how are they building the number? And because this number does seem to be about five and a half points off.
1: Well, that's what it would like. There's really least, no way to explain was, what this number if there is. Was no,
0: if there was no problem. Yeah. So, what you're saying is you're reaching to try to explain it. Why not just say, I'm going to accept that it's probably wrong?
1: I mean, it probably is wrong.
0: So, that's you would want to bet it. I would not want to bet it. Because you're scared. Yeah. Closing thoughts? I think I expressed everything. Okay. Um, I would say one last thing, and I do like this game now. Russell Wilson had the worst half season of his career. Just he was like number 24 in PFF in the second half. Hmm. Are we sure that it's not something that is going to repeat itself? Are we sure it wasn't the scheme got figured out? Now, I get it because there's a new OC, which, again, I don't want to bet a team with a new OC in general, first couple games. So we'll have a lot of that data when we do this little bonus pod this week. Subscribe. Subscribe. Do it. I think that's just. It could be it's nothing, and Russell's cooking. But this line assumes he's cooking. Yeah, Yeah. Is there a ten percent chance or something else? That's a nice little thing to put in our pocket. Last thing, because since you you're you're vaccine expert, did you see Belichick speaking on vaccines? I did not. How did you miss that? I missed it. I don't think you'd like what he said. What did he say? He was against vaccines.
1: Nah, that's probably not true. What? He's against forced vaccines.
0: No. Uh, what he said vaccines. was, he said, he said, you guys that are doing all the talking, he goes, you have a misimpression about if someone's vaccinated, how much that protects them. And he was not talking about deaths and, and respirators. He was talking about availability. Because really, they were talking about availability to play. And, he, you know, it's a minute quote. But um, Tom, we watched it last night because I hadn't heard the quote. But then he came out. He must have got heat from the league. And they, he said, I got to clarify my statements." And he said the same thing, just with a lot of different words. Hmm. Cam Newton
2: not vaccinated, not on the team anymore. I know. Hmm.
0: But apparently, by all reports or many reports, he offered Cam a spot. He just said, yeah. out of honor, I, you know. All right, next game.
1: Another crossfire. Uh-oh. The Jaguars at the Texans.
0: Who has the Texans?
1: Oh, I thought, no, I had the wrong number written down. I thought you had the Texans, Fez. That's my bad. Not a crossfire. RJ has the Jags. That is, I apologize.
0: All right. This is simple. AJ's anti-Houston. Now, I am, and he's from Houston. Drive time guy down there. He's national now. Could be a coincidence or it could be RJ. I don't know. What do you think? (laughs) But what I will say is this. He's good. I I courted him for years. I don't court people. Yeah, man my wife for like
2: a day and a half and then I oh, tried... you did his weekly show for.
0: Oh my God. What? Yeah. Well, that wasn't why I, I enjoyed that hit.
2: Yeah, exactly. Then he said no to me one last you enjoyed, time. I... You enjoyed that hit. And even though it was weekly, you know, I mean yeah, that, no,
0: it was a lot. And, and listen, the thing was, and we can talk honestly for a second. I should have been getting a pension down. It was like the show, <laughs> the, the hit went like 40 minutes at the end. It did. And, and they hardly would talk. I was like doing a whole other show. And I was like, and then like Fred's like, you know, we're thinking about trying to get you some money. It's like, do you know how much I get paid an hour for that other show? Give me some money. Exactly. Never happened. It wasn't a strike, though. Instead, you got me. I, was, I would take that over. Let me think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Again, and, and I did like that hit um, until it went way no, long. No, you did. Yeah. But what I'll say is this. He's a guy that if he lives next to something, he's going to dislike it because everyone around him likes it, and he hates lemmings. Wait, is, that, is that true?
1: Probably fair. You're
0: misanthropic. You don't know what that means, but you are. Okay. Do you know what it means? No. You are. Mackenzie, uh-huh. does he know? Oh, I mean, is he? Oh, 100%. Yeah. You look that up. Okay. Misanthropic. You know that, Tom? Nope. P.T. <laughs> <laughs> it means that you hate or that you have a general dislike for humanity. Oh, yeah. You just dislike people. Because yeah, yeah. there's certain people that love people. And there's certain yeah. people that hate people. Steve is actually more towards love. But, well, he likes to ignore them, I think it's fair to say, right? I hey, think... You want to float above it all. I think it's... It's very situational. He rarely gets... I'll tell you this. Of all the people I know, Fez has probably come in
2: the least mother-effing someone.
0: He just... He, you know, he rolls with the punches. That to me is a compliment.
2: Yeah, like you say, if 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 this if if, if, if this guy would suddenly like have his car totaled, or you could have a hundred dollars. Which would you choose? Like one of your lifelong enemies? I'm oh, like, give mind. me the hundred, man. I don't care. I don't want but his car he, totaled.
0: Did he did he get break his back and perhaps
2: has to be in a wheelchair with I no sexual want, function? My point is like, like I don't, I don't, I, I don't I, I don't wish ill. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't wish ill on. I I don't think anyone. See, you you, I think you that's, just said,
0: that's unhealthy though. But you I've, cha- so I've
2: changed. I, I've changed. I've tempered. We know that I was a lot different in my 30s. You wish to season ending injury on someone in this podcast, <laughs> so
1: you could win like twenty dollars. Yeah. That was Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, and he's not. He's a redhead. He's not a real human. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: but there are people who dislike people I would say this I dislike stupid people probably to a degree that's unhealthy but that's why I don't I really isolate myself away from anyone having contact with me that I haven't
1: vetted yet somehow I sit here
0: no you're you're a bright guy (laughs) and it's early yeah so far no actually I'll tell you this the funny thing is in some degrees we've been more at odds than I thought but it's been honest, and as we've worked through it, I have had, I would say, some of the three or four best moments on air and in one-to-one have been in the last five days. So, to me, it, its we're seeing where the lines are, and I, and I think it's moving in the right direction.
1: Shit, I didn't even know things were going bad. I, <laughs> no, no, I'm saying <laughs> Thank God we've had these last five days. <laughs> no, no, uh. I, I didn't say bad. I
0: said it was a little more combative.
2: Okay.
1: Because you're a combative person. I am. By
2: Billy now. Walters once won a bet on Auburn. and He says, if I would have lost that game, that would have been it. He would have been broke. Exactly. You had your Central Florida handicap. <laughs> you needed to nail the Central that Florida was handicap. No, it, really it was changed. like the Billy Walters you know game. How, you know how when there's
1: a
0: couple that's having trouble, and then they go back to an old place, and they and they look at each other and say, "That's why I like
1: Downhill from that
2: he, point, and it pushed. He had a great. Even matter. all the better. I'm not results oriented. Got to the number early.
0: Yeah, I'm not. That's true too. It was a great – I go, that's why I put up with that guy. And then the rest has been great. All right.
2: Yeah. Well, not all great, but mostly. Don't cry about the two-point conversion.
0: Okay. All right. So, Jacksonville. That's my pick. Texans, as we talked about. A.J. knows them well. He identified something that really tells me. It's kind of like the Seattle thing. Explain this transaction. that happened this week.
1: The Texans today trade today. Bradley Roby for a mid-round pick to the Saints. Bradley Robey would probably be a a number two corner on a decent football team.
0: Which is very valuable.
1: Yeah. He was the Texans' best defensive player last year. By PFF, returning. J.J. Watt was better than Mm -hmm. him last year. But best returning defensive player by six points over the next returning guy. So this is a guy that they were counting on. He was going to be their number one corner this year in a secondary that's already
0: bad. So the question is why? Meaning, what was his salary? Not pressing. Yeah, look up that salary, please.
1: You got it. But they trade him for a mid-round pick because I, now, obviously, no one's going to say this. I think because they have no interest in winning football games.
0: This feels—if it's not a money play—this feels like tanking. And I know we have a moratorium on that because it's one thing to you know trade for the future. It's another thing to sit a guy that's injured. This is simply saying we got one
2: good guy here we got to get him out of town. And let's <laughs> jettison him right as the season's about to kick off.
0: And it doesn't matter if we get much back. doesn't matter
2: if he's cheap. Get rid of you him. You know, I was looking at, at the screen with the Lions today, and I saw, what's this? There's a tick on Jacksonville. And I had already predicted, like, all my numbers here say three is too high on this game. Mm-hmm. It's got to come down to two and a half. We're perfectly spot on. And, no, it ticks up to 3.1. I'm like, what the hell is going on? There's the answer. I don't, and
0: I don't think it's the loss of that player. I think it's the message it sends the team and the demoralizing influence. Well, it
2: exactly. Be. Like a baseball team. This happens all the time. Like they put up the season wins at the all-star break and you see a baseball team like the Cubs are like 79 and a half. Then it goes to 79, 78 and a half. And all the analytic geeks say, I love the Cubs over. No, the Cubs are sellers. The Cubs are going to win 70 games this year.
1: And think about where they're at mentally already. This was a four and 12 football team last year. Their best defensive player, J.J. Watt, left in free agency. Their best overall player, Deshaun Watson, has been in legal trouble all offseason. He's not going to play with them this year. Their best wide receiver, Will Fuller, is in Miami. Mm-hmm. They every Everything that was good about that really bad team last year is now gone. Uh, they, there is
2: there's no hope in that in that locker. Room. And the only reason Will Fuller is their best wide re- was their best wide receivers because they just send their best wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, he, he threw Hopkins away for a bag of chips. I don't want to play for these guys.
0: And and last thing I'll say is this: if they had done it early in the like before camp, you could explain it. Here they practice the entire camp, assuming they have the guy. So, but his salary cap maybe they're not tanking. Maybe it's just it's still mm. going to hurt him as bad. Nine point one million. Cash, that's a lot.
2: Is this your number three or number two pick?
0: This was, uh, it's my number, number two. three, but number we're talking two. about the, the cap hit. Mm. Um, okay, last thing. This is what pushed me over, because I think there's a 30% chance that Jacksonville looked so bad in the preseason because they were going vanilla. And that or if there's ever a time that you have an innovative coach and it's his own first year in the league, he's going to have more to spring on him than anyone. So the theory is they went they, – they didn't do anything interesting. It wasn't like they tried stuff and it didn't work, and then they think, oh, then the smart stuff is coming out later. No, nothing came out. So if you got Urban Meyer going super vanilla, isn't there a chance that they're going to come out in some formations that, that yep. never been put on tape? And that's a big advantage. For one game or two, that's a big advantage. Faz, what do you think.
2: My concern is when I watch those games, mm-hmm. they really caught a great um, – Week one situation where Cleveland played the backups and Jacksonville played the their if number you go ones. Vanilla, I'd say I'm not See, even if you good. do, you still should shouldn't be losing twenty three well, to six. I mean, are we really saying that we
0: think that they're that bad? We know who they've got. It's not like those magic players. Is is we? I guess the point I'm saying is, they're last year they weren't supposed to be the worst team. They it looks like they tanked at the end because I agree with that because uh, it seemed like it played a lot better once they locked up that pick. Mm-hmm. And now you got Trevor Lawrence, who I'm not a fan of, but you've got fairly high. Number 20. Yeah.
1: They got the guy they wanted. Well, yeah, they, everyone, The guy everyone, everyone wanted. wanted.
2: Slam dunked with once-in-a-generational, yeah. it's like Andrew I would have traded him. Mm, yeah. I mean, myself, I would have
0: traded like, for a good – I'd rather have two and three first-rounders. Two of them might do something. But anyway.
2: I, uh, but I think this is a very but telling see, move with the point spread that uh, pursuant to what you're saying – That they're A.J.'s good feedback on. Yeah.
0: Now, last thing I'll say, let's say you're right. Let's say they are that bad, but they can't be worse than last year. And Trevor Lawrence can't be worse than last year. You know, Minshew, I mean, they're trading away Minshew for a reason. Uh, They think he's better. So let's say he's even with Minshew. If you do have a bunch of scheme stuff you can surprise him with, you win that game.
2: Yeah, you know, part of the problem I have with that is that the scheme stuff should involve ETN, and he's out for the year. Yeah, but everyone thought it was a bad pick, so how much—I I mean— I, Really? I did—well, did, oh. it was because he's a running back. Yeah, end. yeah Well, yeah, right. because they've got—James they. James Robinson
1: was one of their best players last year. He was their running no back. No doubt. I don't think there's no much doubt. of a drop-off.
2: And I'm— It uh, isn't, but now they only
1: have one small, game.
0: Yeah, this is a small sample size, but Jacksonville won one game last year, right?
1: We won yes. First game? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, last of our weighted games. Let's go to Steve Fez. By Fezich. the way, just
0: to let people know, we're gonna do one sentence on the games we'd
1: employed. Okay. Each.
2: Browns at the Chiefs. All right, I'm on the Browns here. This is all about the Chiefs O-line. Maybe it gets better over the course of the season. It will get better, but just too much shuffling for a week one game. Also, Watkins, their number two wide receiver for the Chiefs, is out. You know, and I when I was watching Mahomes throwing to Pringle and throwing to Hardman, I couldn't help but think wait a minute they're not going to be able to protect him well like they couldn't in the super bowl as they're putting new pieces together and he's got the cheetah and nothing else at wide receiver that he's familiar with and comfortable and comfortable with with a lot of reps the chiefs are not a team I want to be back in early in the year lands me on the browns
0: okay so Let's hope they don't clip that up because the Chiefs early in the year typically yeah. outstanding. So this is about I agree with you about the O line. I do like the fact that Andy Reid had him playing a lot in the preseason, right? Oh uh, no question. So what what's our stats on Andy Reid in the first month?
4: Oh, one second. I just I grabbed his first week stats when you ask me but let me go to the first one i can give you Mahomes in
1: september so through three seasons he's played in september 8 and 2 ats 10 and 0 straight up average margin oh, over 6 ats
0: so uh, the theory is andy Reid spends the off season tinkering with his off every year he's got new wrinkles. Mm-hmm. and he and, come, and you don't think he wants to put his foot on the brown's throat i, w- I
2: well the browns are the ones with playoff revenge so that yeah, no, that's going to offset
0: felt, the browns felt lucky to lose that game close i don't think i often believe if you fight mike tyson the second time you don't have an advantage Like i think the browns felt
2: well, rocky like, beat
0: well it was a double count out 10 <laughs> count but,
2: yeah. but but in general apollo creed and yeah i would have been laying it with apollo five five to one absolutely
0: you know what's funny i had a project in my mind once to go through every sports movie ever because a lot of them quoted the odds like you know like at one point in rocky one i think they do quote
2: can him. can rocky go three because vegas says no
0: and then imagine if you had a wikipedia type site that had all the different odds on all the different things like what were the bad news bears in the astrodome you know that kind of stuff or we could even put our own number on it and do podcasts debating the number
1: it's like mr skin for sports
0: betting. that's what
2: we're gonna uh, stop that how's that <laughs> Imagine if you if you laid two with the Yankees and the no, original.
0: No, I, I, he, him and his non-sack How is it like Mr. Skin?
1: Yeah, I mean it's just something that like only oh, a select select audience would care about, and someone cares about it enough to go through everything and find.
0: And it. I think that's it. Is identify the plays. And then expose it.
2: Yeah, I see the connection. You know, I was Thanks, unaware I of this Andy Reid in Kansas City and Mahomes in September. Now, i like that
0: you're honest to say So
2: that. I, that completely changes everything. I don't want it.
0: Oh, that's oh, true. You can be, no, no, no. You can <laughs> bet him. That was a good— that, that Listen, that's a savage move. You better not back off from that. AJ just grabbed the green button and pushed it. Almost like he was flexing like Hogan. Were you flexing when you no, did No, I wasn't flexing. But you— Dude, you're on the hook. But I, I did right. You're did. on the hook. You don't have to explain. Okay. You're angle shooting. 300. Ah, I love it. I, he is one of us. Finally. So don't be mad.
2: It's okay. all right. The money's going to come on Cleveland. What, what I'll, predi- li- I'll predict this line then closes why, five. What
0: was the
1: playoff line? It was 11, right? I can't recall.
0: I think it was 11. We'll look it up.
1: And the Browns have improved five points since then.
0: I think he's got an interesting point there too, Steve. I think he, I think the Browns are as a public a team
2: right now as anyone. Them and the Chargers. I All the money on that season win for the Browns—it just goes up by you know what, five cents you know what's every
0: funny? week. Funny, when I saw, thought of this line initially, like for a millisecond, I wondered who was home. Chiefs are home. I know, but what I'm saying mm. is, I don't think it would have been nuts. It probably would have been nuts, but. The fact that I had to stop for a second and think about it, because if his line was seven and a half or eight, it would not shock me. Now listen, I've been anti-Kansas City. I don't want I was thinking about betting the Browns as one of my fifth pick.
4: By the way, the playoff line last year was ten for the whole week, it closed eight, big money coming in on Sunday on the Browns.
2: Like yeah. you were saying, people love betting those Browns.
4: But but what I
0: would say is I thought that line was crazy high at that point. I mean, and, well, and then I, you'd say this line is
2: right at six if you thought eight was crazy high, right?
0: Well, no, I thought the line when it was ten, ten, and, and again I had it. at Oh, 10 the and ten, had, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it got it got straightened so,
2: out. So so now basically we had to have a four point adjustment for what this line was most of the week during the playoffs. But, let's let's, also but, but,
0: but, but yeah, I think that's too much. But let's let the closing line be the the true line, which it usually is in yeah. my mind. Eight. So now, do you feel like that? How much is for game one with Cleveland? running a lot of new players out there on defense, a lot of new players. I think that defense gets better as the season goes on. Don't you think? Yeah. With eight to nine new
2: starters on defense. That's a lot.
0: So given, so given that factor in week one and given how Kansas city, though they also should be better on the line as they progress through the season, they did improve it. It seems like where, where has been the improvement on the Browns since let's say eight being the right number.
2: I think the Browns are a a good point better than they were at the end of last year. Even the first game,
0: yeah. Even so, it's got to come from defense, right?
2: Let me think about that. Because OBJ Beckham's not worth he's worth. And plus, apparently, point point four points. You don't think Baker Mayfield has that narrative that's been on? Get it to him.
0: Well, but it's been that he's worse with OBJ. Just him thinking about that hurts him in game one. Yeah. Well, AJ just angle shot you.
1: Well, in that game, that playoff game that, it, you know, the, the Browns covered, they covered because the Chiefs scored zero points in the last 23 minutes because Patrick Mahomes was sitting on the sideline. Brown, well, that's, that's two results. Browns
2: fumbled out of the end zone on a targeting hit, also. So there's seven points.
1: But what I'm saying is,
0: I don't care what the score was last year because it's one, the Browns have a whole new defense, mm-hmm. two, if they dominated them, that's a different story. I think it's fair to say that was a competitive game in some ways, but I've been doing this very slowly now because I'm wondering if the audience is figuring something out. What is the rule once a bet is made? As I Any, said,
1: Anybody else can bet it.
0: Mm-hmm. So if Steve is exposed right now. If I wanted to press the green button. It's going to close
2: five. You're going to get a bad number.
0: And you know when he's trying to stop you. <laughs> and you know what I'm going to do? Guys and I got a long history. We have kind of a renaissance going here.
2: Watch this, Dave. you put it down? I put Gensler, the chancellor kinder, RJ.
0: No, God, no. Yeah. I'm showing, I'm showing some kindness to you in one given spot. There you
2: go. Don't think this is carrying over. This'll be the one bad beat that you would you would have should have won, but didn't. <laughs> yes. This guy, you
1: you gotta stop
0: being so negative.
1: <laughs> All right. I like that you did it, though. All right. On to the games that we don't have in our power five, I guess. uh, Tom,
0: you want to take over? No,
1: thanks. The Eagles at the Falcons. What team do you know the best? I don't know.
0: I don't. Answer the question. What team do you know the best? Or I'll make you do every team. That would be. You know the Bears the best, right? I guess. The Bears. You right want to down, right down. One, go tell McKenzie. We have one, to do the Bears game still. That's what I'm saying. Yep. But uh, let's, he, i don't want his hair to fall out. Tell McKenzie the number one point in this game. You think?
1: Go ahead. It's gonna—it's Justin Fields should be the starter. <laughs> <Andy> <laughs> Hot Dalton, take. Andy Dalton's a red water pistol. <laughs> Eagles, Falcons, Falcons minus three. All right, You could start.
2: Lion Edge domination football uh, outsiders. Foot, oh no pro football focus. Okay, one point each. Here's the point. Offensive line, Philly number 13, Atlanta 24. Defensive line, Philly number five, Atlanta number 31. If you believe in trench advantage leads to victory, the Eagles win this game. I believe
0: there's some assumption with Philly because with Carson Wentz being so bad, how could losing him be that big of a deal? And otherwise, how has the team really suffered for a team that was, what was there over in a win total last year? I think nine. Yeah. So I think there's a sense that they're tanking, except that's B.S. Because, one, why do you trade for Minshew if you're tanking? You have a fallback position mm-hmm. from hers, And, number two, Philly don't let you tank. No. I mean, the GM's in a precarious position. Even though they just won the Super Bowl, he, he's skating by. They just fired the coach that won the Super Bowl. So I think Philly's trying harder than people think. And I think built into their number is the assumption that they're not. And I think that playing on Philly in general would be pretty good. And I'd go over their win total for sure if I, now that I think that went through.
1: Go ahead. I lean Falcons. Jalen Hurts, nine fumbles, four interceptions, and four starts. The, the, that number is just crazy to me.
0: Who Jalen Hurts? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, it, it, he, he can't take care of the football. Uh, I, I've got the better quarterback. I, I think I've got the better defense, even. Uh, so I, I'd, I'd lean Falcons.
0: You know, thinking about it though, I didn't really look at this game too closely. Falcons are only three at home, so they're saying these are even teams. Even teams, basically. What's the win total for the Falcons? Seven and a half. And Eagles for, are
2: six point eight.
0: So why is this line this
2: way? Line well, the home field's only worth two and a half. Yeah, and that and, and that, that covers it. Pretty much when you figure out the value of the three, you know. All right,
0: okay. I tell you this. I, it seems like the Eagles are getting some because this
2: was three and a half. So I mean, Eagles are getting some the, respect. The money is flowing in on the on. I would say the Birds. I'll say the Eagles. Yes. All right, next game. Forty Nine ers minus seven and a half at the Lions.
0: Cousin <laughs> McKenzie, cousin Cow. Any take on this?
4: Yeah, a whole lot of new with the with the Lions. I'm licking my chops. New coach, new quarterback, new green dot. And we've tracked this in our seasonal key performance indicator database. All negatives for the Lions. I love the 49ers minus 7.5. Huh?
0: Have you ever picked against the 49ers? No, I have not. <laughs> okay, so here's going to be the rule. If I buy you a super contest, there's got to be one time that year you go against the 49ers. <laughs> You're on. All right, because I want to see when you do, because I'm going to bet the hell out of that team, <laughs> meaning on him, because they, you know he'll. That's like, a good play there. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I'm, I'm with lean 49ers. Seven and a half is not a great number, obviously, but uh, I, I think. You know what's funny? If you lay three and a half and lay seven and a half, it's like
0: 51 and a half percent. Because people get so scared that they gotta lay that hook that it naturally deflates that. Like it should be four and a half, and it's really only three and a half.
1: I got scared because this was one. It would have been one of my five, okay. uh, even at seven. At three, it yeah, it, it sure. would have been one, one of my five. But uh, this is a one of the deepest pass rushes in the NFL going against Jared Goff, who's terrible under pressure. And that was when he had a good roster around him. Now he doesn't have that, and I think there's a big coaching mismatch.
2: Steve. San Fran has had great success shutting down Goff. Held the Rams to 16 and 20 last year. If you can shut down Goff when he was on the Rams, you can shut him down yep. when you're with Detroit. I like the teaser, tease San Francisco. Uh, to the usual suspects, you can play Tampa Bay. You can play the Rams. You can play the Washington football team.
1: I like under two. I don't know how the Lions score.
2: Eileen Lions.
0: I just think that anytime I the reason I am best at the NFL is I'm a contrarian better. I want the public going one way and I want to go the other. How's the public going in this game? Oh, the Lions stink. They're going to get killed. Hey, can you throw up the other screen? McKenzie, I want to see the bet split. So how could this be? It, it strikes me. This is at seven and a half in the line, opened at eight. So like with all this love on the 49ers, we're looking at nearly 90% tickets, 90% cash, on the 49ers, but somehow the line's going to the lines. That seems like a sharp versus squares play, doesn't it, guys? Right now
2: it does. Let's see what the line does in but, the next but, couple of days. But,
0: well, well, hold on a second, though. Are you the guy that talks about on Sundays that when the public gets involved and in how much public money there is now that you like to fade some of the game day moves? Yeah, yes. So how can we be talking about the weirdness? You're right. You're right. I, 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 I recant. Between, I would agree between now and Saturday.
2: Yeah. Right? We'll see. You think this thing goes up between now and Saturday? Yes.
3: All
2: right. Did Vito tell you? No, it's just if nothing, if for no other reason, teaser liability that the books will will look at, oh my God, we're just getting. uh, The sharks are the
0: ones that's going to play the Wong teasers, not. Squares
2: squares tease the the good teams. Yeah, because
0: it feels like it's just a win. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, I'm not loving it, but I think that everyone's so against the ankle biting and all that stuff. The guy might be brilliant because everyone that knows him personally says this guy is a high character, seriously competent guy. I forget his
2: name. The lines. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. He, he I drinks see, like you know, like two forty-four ounces of, of like espresso coffee every because, day.
0: But how do we know that's not him just trying to convey I'm
2: high energy? It's a lot of coffee. But how do we know he drinks that? <laughs> he said he did in a press conference. So he's, you believe it? He's not smart enough to lie yet.
0: Except <laughs> the guy was literally like a spe- like like the head of what was his role with the Saints Sean Payne's pretty smart when you say yes he was like like his right-hand man at the mm. Saint. we'll get that
4: straight assistant head coach and tight ends coach 2016 yeah, dumb, dumb. 2020 Sean Payne's dumb dumb assistant head coach
1: all
0: right go
4: next uh,
1: Broncos at the Giants Broncos minus
2: three
0: Broncos talk uh, Fez uh, you can use this or you can just do a bonus the money on the Broncos.
2: Yeah, so this line was pick'em for most of the summer, and then what's interesting? Sometimes you see a sharp move where the the, uh, the syndicates have an open order, and boom, you get up and it moves. It gets steamed. It, it gets steamed immediately, as opposed to kind of like the public darling, where every they time. No wait. What night exactly? Uh, every three, this three is days. Like a, an extra the half The Broncos pound. are on a buffet. A binge here, where they are just putting on an extra half pound, half point every week. It goes well, we're, one... we're, we're
0: talking, but in this case, we're talking about maybe a nickel on the lay price on the on the wind total. W-
2: Yes, because the win total started seven and a half and now it's it's it's, it's peaking out right at nine.
0: And when they thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers, at least there was speculation, the highest they ever got was nine. That's right.
2: And they're not getting Aaron Rodgers anymore. So they have Teddy two gloves. Exactly. So
0: think about this. It's almost like they're pricing it if they had Aaron Rodgers.
2: So it'd be higher because there was still It'd be 10 and a half. You yeah. Think? Yeah. I, I think 10 and a half. Some, I think would Some would make the case. Some Yeah. You know what? You could make the case. Best, the MVP going to the f- with The best roster? squad with an MVP, it probably should be 12. Yeah. 11 that, and a half. That 11 11 would and be half. interesting.
0: Yeah. 11 In and a half. the same division with Kansas City? Yeah. But it's not. Um, I believe them going for Teddy Bridgewater is a sign they believe they can start this season strong. They have three winnable games at the start of the season. And I also think there's been kind of a backlash against Giants not getting attention and now a backlash against the backlash for a while. I mean, from June 15th to maybe August 28th, it felt like it was all pro-Giants. I heard people saying, I know a lot of people like Washington, but what about those Giants? Hmm. And now that O-line's bad, you got Von Miller back, I think matchup-wise, I like Denver, but I don't. Unlike AJ, I don't come to the party and pay the premium. I'm not going to be lasting. Yeah, you're not.
2: You're not lasting into the bathroom. No, and you're not laying.
0: I'm not lasting anywhere.
2: And you're not laying three on a game that nothing has changed that you could have laid one and a half just three weeks ago. That's it.
1: AJ's fine with it, though, right? No, I hate the Broncos. I, I, I Compared to the market, I hate the Broncos. But oh, then I, you should love the Giants here. I do like the Giants. Why
0: didn't you play them? You like like nine games this week. You were ready to go. I, I mean, I had a, I had
1: an opinion on every game. I love it. Uh, but, but, but
0: an opinion means you, what do you think the line should be in
1: this? Uh, Probably the one and a half that it was. Then you got to, it's a pick then. Because coming off a of three. Right
2: guys, the the what 50, you said 50, scares 6.5% me. Six and a half percent play. Like
1: man, when you really think about Von Miller being back, and, and I kind of I don't agree with you that they've got a top five roster. I, I hear that a lot. I don't I don't see it, uh, especially when I think they have,
0: they have a, the best D backs in the league.
1: Yeah, I think they've got a, a, a okay running game. Uh, and I think they've got one of the probably five or six worst quarterbacks in the league.
0: But the assumption with roster is you're not – you're removing the quarterback okay. from the equation. And, and they their playmakers are outstanding.
1: And they don't have a great coach. Well, Fangio, they, they got a coach on the hot seat.
0: Well, here's the thing. Fangio is considered the most innovative coach in today's climate. And I'd say with the Chargers um, guy, Staley, Staley, is remember the the whole reason – and cousin Kyle is smart enough to overcome this, but if you think about the Rams, who was the team in the Super Bowl year that stopped the Rams first? The year you bet them, Feds. You remember we had a bet on the. Uh, you got like plus
2: four two, and two. zero, and I got them at, at, like, at it was like plus four. I got I, I got four four to one, and then when they went down to plus two fifty, I was beating my chest like I was Teddy KGB. <laughs> and Chicago was the one with Fangio's DC. And what Belichick did
0: in the Super Bowl was a variation of what Fangio did. He's pretty much caused – you could make the case that the Rams trading golf was about saying with this new adjustment. So I guess what I'm saying is a lot of people like schematically what Fangio's doing. Is he a great head coach? That's a different conversation. No, no,
1: no. I do know he's 0-7 in September.
0: Now that, now that feels meaningful.
1: That feels meaningful. Slow starter.
0: So none of us had to pick, though. No. I don't know why you're angry.
1: Well, I'm not angry. It's uh, the way I am normally. Bears at Rams, minus seven and a half.
0: You know who he reminds me of? I
4: want to ask her a
1: question. You've told you? me I can't talk to her,
4: Randy. i told you that from time to time. Yes, I have. Would you like to <laughs> ask her a question right at this particular time? Would you like to do
1: that? May, may I?
4: Oh, yeah. What kind of a question do you want to ask her?
1: Well, <laughs>
4: Elizabeth... You wouldn't give her that flower, would you? If you did that, you know what would happen?
1: Yeah, I've got a good idea. You
4: know what would happen (laughs) if Oakland gave a flower to Elizabeth? Elizabeth, you know what
1: would happen. Well, don't don't get her in the middle of this.
4: Mm, She doesn't... man, I think that your time is done, and I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. Yeah.
0: That's awesome.
2: Pride of Pensacola.
4: (laughs) I
0: mean, think about that a second. (laughs) One of the 20 greatest lines in the history of humanity is when he says, you said to never talk to her. He goes, I've said that from time to time, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> Almost like there's a shifting reality here that I'm going to dig. This is Orwellian. He was Orwellian.
2: Anyway, go ahead. Rams minus 7.5. Bears can't score against the Rams. Look at the last two games. Chicago 7. Last year, Chicago 10. Oh, they did get an 8-yard fumble recovery in the fourth quarter you in that game. You realize
0: there's a new D.C., right?
2: Yes. But, uh, you know, I look at that, and now the Bears with Andy Dalton. My, my, my I got a prop bet here. I really right. like this. Right. I don't know what the number is. It's probably going to be like 240, I guess. Andy Dalton pass yards under. Here's why. One of two things happens. Some more
0: shitting on Andy Dalton.
2: Andy Dalton gets his ass kicked, and he gets benched in the second half. Or Andy Dalton does capable, and the Bears do capable, and the game is... Within reach, and now the Bears keep trying to run in the second half. Either way, the Bears go under. You Dalton if goes under.
0: Dalton happens to have a good game. You've already
2: lost that hundred throw bet. I know. He won't have a good game against the Rams.
0: Oh yeah, the Rams are great. The Rams are awesome. Except the, uh, who not was the deep. first person you heard last year talk about how good the Rams D was? You. Yep. So I'm on now Listen, it. but what I'm saying is that was last year. Hmm.
1: Last year, third in DVOA, gets the run. Uh, So they're saying Andy Dalton's got to beat him. The Bears may be the one team that can— They're saying Andy
0: Dalton's got to beat him. What does that mean?
1: I mean, if you're not going to be able to run on him, that means Andy Dalton's got to do something. Except it's
0: a different coordinator who happens to be the head coach of Atlanta the second half of last year. You think Raheem Morris has his own ideas? But how good was Atlanta's D? Not good. Mm, I don't know. Do they have Aaron Donald in Atlanta? They had Aaron Donald all the years that the Rams D wasn't all that mm. good. I mean, he's good, no doubt. What they say, and I'm not a math guy or, or a scheme guy, but what they say is Ramsey's skill set really fit with what they're doing. It was almost mm. like where it was like, And that this new scheme from – and the rumor is they're going to try to keep this daily scheme that Raheem Morris has never run.
2: That's interesting when they say scheme set. Isn't like Ramsey like I – got, I got number 11 and you guys – No, no. He, no. Uh, uh, again,
0: he – I mean – He's so physical as a corner, they often have him pressing, mm. and then they bracket behind, and they get okay. the other guy. And again, I'm not an expert, but what I'm saying in general, it's not like Deion Sanders or Rivas Island, right?
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, that's what I was thinking about. And the Deion Sanders, the famous, don't tell me about no cover too, just tell me who I got, and you, you, the rest he's, of you— he's prime time. The rest I of your know, 10 guys do whatever you want. Leon, I mean, I tell you this, if
0: you're older or younger, if you don't remember when Dion was in his prime— and when he would intercept, the, he returned, it seemed like, like 70% of his interceptions for touchdowns. You remember that? Wow. And that's when literally uh, Chris Berman, every time
1: he'd get the ball, you know, when an interception, Brandt. he'd start go, it was,
0: it was great. He was tough, man. I mean, not tough, but he was good.
1: Does it feel like... If the Bears could go back in time, obviously they don't want to pay Mitch Trubisky his second contract, but just for this year. They didn't year, pay him a second I'm contract. Sa- I'm saying obviously they wouldn't want to, but I'm, would, would, do you think the Bears, if they could have him for just one year, would rather have Mitch Trubisky this year or Andy Dalton?
0: Well, first off, let's think about the timeline here. So they let go of Trubisky before they had Dalton, and Dalton was probably in the plans. So at that point, they made the decision, right? Dalton over Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Now, could they have gotten Trubisky for $10 million? Well, it seems like it because the Bills got him for a lot cheaper than that. But who knows because it was with his team. Now, I think they wouldn't want Dalton at all if they knew they were going to be picking a quarterback. That was unlikely The Fields fell to him.
2: But once they had Fields, they're better off this way because Dalton knows he's just a Band-Aid. Everyone knows.
0: Better off than what? Than having, than having
2: Trubisky and having the oh,
0: controversy. Oh, oh, I'm, Trubisky, oh, I'm saying
1: in this situation, they would know that Trubisky was not there beyond this year.
0: Yeah, but that would. And then what's the point of having him? Because yeah. a lot of the. If you don't have a good quarterback, the thing that's wrong with the Andy Daltons of the world, you don't find anything out. You know Andy Dalton isn't the answer, but you don't get a chance to see if anyone else is, which is why Denver's decision is so curious. Because the same rationale was give Locke a chance to prove the himself. The guy with more upside. But they think they can. They think they can make the playoffs with Teddy. All
1: right, next. The Packers Saints neutral a Saints home game. I guess four for the Saints.
0: I'm simple on this one. In any Saints game, I have too much respect for Sean Payton to think they're going to be bad. But I hate a lot of what's going on there. I would say if there's one game that I would like to be able to see them play a full game before? That's an interesting question. If you can see one team play a full-on game, f- full effort, what do you think you'd learn the most from? I think it's going to be the Saints. Just wow, to there's... see how
2: Winston after the LASIK. I almost think the Jets. Just, but what, what do you think would be revealed in one game? Wilson, I really don't know. About how good he's going to be. But you think the one game will tell you much about It'll it? It'll give me a data point. Yeah, a key data but any, point. But you think more than Winston, who's in a... Yes. Because I kind of feel crazy. like I know where... How?
0: Based on what?
2: Based on... He has new eyes.
1: <laughs> it's true. I'd probably pick the Patriots for one game.
0: Well, I you know Balachak's going to. I mean, you th- that's interesting. Just the th- difference between We're going the roster and rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, but but is it? What's the range of outcomes do you think? Meaning, isn't it all a variation
2: of they're significantly better, and it could be a little bit more, a little bit less. Yeah, I guess so. You know, in the Patriots, I'd make I would make the case that they're, they're more likely than almost any team to win nine or ten games. They sure I mean, f- they have a tight mark. Yeah. Well, their win total is nine and a half, right? Yeah. Uh, so can you go ultimate uh, win total to your advantage? Yeah, but I got to pay 100 cents. I don't, That's what I'm, it's worth, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm not, I got to put the money up now. Oh. Forget that.
0: <laughs> I think it's like Fez has become a 70 year old. Like, Get
2: off my lawn. All
0: right. Anything
1: else? Uh, Packers without four, well, oh, four, four new offensive I linemen. I have one given my thoughts. Uh, four new offensive linemen without Bakhtiari. Corey Lindsley's gone. Their best available lineman is a guard who's going to be playing left tackle for them. So they've got a lot of guys playing out of position on that line. Bad continuity. Saints, where the one place they are good is a front seven. Uh, and then the Packers have a new D.C. AJ. And two rookies expected to. One sentence. Oh, okay.
0: This guy. You know what we should do is keep this thing rolling have A.J. read Look at those notes. This dude. I tell you, you had a good handicap. I tell you, though, the, when you push that green button, it was like me saying I did make a good decision. I'm going <laughs> to tell that
2: story tomorrow. In he fact, sends me an email at 3.12 a.m. to let me know he's been up there Yeah, he's grinding. Yep.
0: I tell you, I, I appreciate because you know something. All joking aside, this guy was the programming director at ESPN Houston. I mean, I know it's in
2: Texas, it's and the I love Texas. Number four market in the world, in the country, right? Yeah, number five, isn't it? Uh, radio market, it's five. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. And drive time, eight years or whatever for a top show, high rated. So he started talking politics, and it went down. <laughs> but still, most, a majority of your career, you were the top guy yes, there. Sir. And. A great hand or a really great college football handicap, but he's a like, NFL, I'm good, I'm not great. He stays up half the night grinding. I mean, and, he, and that's why he got, if he wasn't tired, he would have rethought that, that now you're gonna hate him. You're gonna try to get revenge for the next five years. He didn't have time to think about that because he was Logie. <laughs> and, and I love it because uh, I'm gonna see the eye of the tiger from you, both of you. So, Fez, for the radio tomorrow, tell us how you feel. About him pressing, the, and be honest, don't try to be. How do you feel about him pressing the green button?
2: It's kind of like that Eagles song, there's a new kid in town, right? So you think he's trying to make his. More- I don't wanna hear it.
0: You, you know something? I, I think. What, what, what went through your head? Give us a play by play.
1: I was leaning Chiefs and then. I, but you I, did it like a Cobra. I knew the Mahomes numbers. You struck. And then you asked for the Andy Reid numbers. Thing is, you
0: didn't press the button until he said. I'm backing off this bat, right or wrong? He he did like
1: a 20- He did say that, but as he said that, I was looking at the Andy Reid numbers he was looking at. So while he was backing off,
0: you eat slow. What a a coincidence
2: (laughs) that right to
0: to read the numbers and start backing off. He goes, wait,
2: does that say eight and what? Give me the green button. I've got the worst seat for the screen. We have to admit Uh, that. Right. When I say I'm inclined to believe that my wager may be poor,
0: (laughs) it's funny because I don't even know the rule. I guess you can't really back. Don't break the green button Then we (laughs) got other ones. <laughs> You're that mad, but my question is: Do you want revenge? And be honest, you do, don't you? Oh yeah. If you let if he did that to me,
2: I'd spend the next week just thinking how Plotting. I'd, I'd Last time I ever tell him, I'm rethinking a pick of mine. That's for sure.
0: Well, don't you know? But the amazing thing was, it, he acted on instinct mm-hmm. or very slow reading comprehension. I'm not sure which, <laughs> but for the nation,
1: I am a hick, as you've called me before on the. Uh, on the air I, I
0: don't call. I in,
1: intimated. Oh, okay.
0: How So he, here's the set. Here, here's how I set it up on Straight out of Vegas. I got an announcement, Jonas. AJ's become a man. What do you mean? Fez podcast, high intensity bets are flying, and AJ was a little timid. He didn't want to bet. Who wants to bet against Steve Fezzik in the NFL? And ditto here, right? You know, he's he never won a bet against me. But then, almost like. It was a fork in the road. And he said, "I can go back to Houston, and who knows what, or I'm going to take on the best." And when Steve Fazek was saying, "Friends, almost family, quasi-family," I've reconsidered my bet, like a cobra striking. AJ, for the first, is that the first time you initiated the green button? Yes. That's like banging a a playboy model when you lose your virginity. He angle shot you, Faz. How do you feel right now?
2: I feel like it's almost like we've been scrimmaging, and there's like an unwritten rule, like don't hit the quarterback. He's wearing red and the like, and I got into a little comfort zone, and then all of a sudden the coach says, all right, we're going to go ahead and, and ramp it up a little bit, but no one's playing hard still for like the next half hour, and then the one time I'm wide open it's, he's like a blitzing linebacker. So that when you just, say wide open, you mean exposed. I'm, I'm exposed. I'm the quarterback and the blitzing linebacker, and he just goes and just levels me the, into the ground. The with,
1: overzealous undrafted free agent. <laughs>
3: sure.
0: Here's what's interesting. I love that analogy, though you made it too complicated when you said, then we ramped up a little bit. but But it was the fact that I don't even know. I invented this game. I don't even know if it's legal.
1: It was one of his five bets.
0: You could say that. You could also say that this is your partner, and he was backing off it. He showed a little weakness, and you struck like a cobra. We should start calling him the cobra.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So do you want revenge? Yeah. I feel like I'm lying on the ground, my face mask planted into the mud, and I'm, like, picking mud and grass out of me. And I would make this case. You, in this analogy, are
0: like George Blanda. Because I'm old? You're at the age where people are wondering if, 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 if uh, the next year will be better than this year.
1: I think it will I be. I was going to say Brady. Yeah, you know, that's fair.
0: Yeah. If, if Brady had two or three bad years in a row, <laughs> I'd say. No, but oh no, I think Brady going into Tampa Bay. Because he had one—Vez is—the guy still wins at just the highest level. He's he's the best in
2: the world at this. Plus 63 units 2020, plus 55 units this year.
0: That's what I'm saying. But you've had 100 units before, right? Yeah. So I'm not saying he's doing bad at all. I'm saying he is, in my opinion, as good as they get. He's had a month or two at different points, but I wasn't sure that he was still good. But you you sense that, and you illegally, some would say, get him. (laughs)
1: I don't think that was or struck, illegal. struck. I don't think it was illegal.
0: We should get a rattler snake sound effect when he starts getting mad. That
2: was pretty good, wasn't it? Just save that venom for our competitors and we'll be good. No,
0: he wants to take you down first. You don't want him to like be like out of the business, do you? No. You just want his three
1: hundred. That's all.
0: What do you think the ROI, if you know what that is, is on that bet you made?
1: The like the what's my return on it?
0: Return on investment, which is a percentage. So Fez, ten percent equals what One percentage?
3: Well, Isn't it uh,
2: if, if, if if it's no vig that we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So we're if you you double it. So if it, if if you have a fifty-one percent bet, that's a two percent ROI.
0: Okay. That's, it'd be fifty-five then for ten yeah, percent. That's right. Okay. So you, if we, let's assume you have a bet against Steve Fez, you can't get that much the best of it.
2: I mean, historically I have, but maybe. You won $1,000 with an automatic bet on, on, on <laughs> live on a show in eight seconds. Packers I think, I to think finish
1: 55% second. 5% is probably about right. So 10%.
0: So
2: you bet 300.
1: Yeah.
0: So how much did you effectively make?
1: $30.
0: And you've got Fezzik after you now.
1: Well, maybe not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, is there anything else? Uh, I mean, unless you Ravens Raiders, it, the well, well, game who, that i to Who the hell
2: has today. home field in this game? I don't know. In the Packers, I'm staying uh, off in Jacksonville. Packers travel very well, but will all these displaced Hurricane guys suddenly say, I need a distraction? And it's fairly close geographically to me.
0: And plus, supposedly there's a big pocket of Packers fans in that area. I don't know. I,
2: They're everywhere.
0: Yeah, but more so. But hmm. all right, But let's talk about and you, But you're making a point about home field here, too, right? Because isn't the big question with now yeah, the unknown? Now that there's going to be crowds in Vegas.
2: The- that is the key handicap on every Vegas game.
0: Well, I think initially
2: we're going to have an idea based on this game, right? Right, because there's going to be some teams that don't travel as well as other teams. But Baltimore, I think, is a good. Um, maybe but it's. To, to not- Vegas, I think everyone travels. You know what? But the, the, this, there's a disadvantage here. This is a Monday night game, mm-hmm. all right? So people are going to want to travel it's to Vegas. summertime,
0: though. They, 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 yeah. It's getting the end, right? I mean, they, I think they can
2: miss a day. Away. I think they're missing Fair more. enough. But but you'd agree that you t- it, the point. weekend is the weekend for yeah, fi- everyone in Philly and everyone in Chicago is like, I'm coming out that weekend.
0: You know, that's a, a really good point. That's why I wouldn't want you after me. You know, for, <laughs> at least for 30 bucks. <laughs> Poor AJ. He becomes the rattler. We'll call him the rattler. But he only makes 30 on it. I... Made him, I enticed him to bet on air. You, I don't think you heard about this. I bet he couldn't win. It's forced loss, it, and it, it was a thousand. And I, what were I giving you? Like I was giving you like 10 to 1 odds or something? No,
2: you gave me even money or something. Oh, because I knew if I gave him too much. Yeah.
0: Like, you got to know this guy. Is If you give, if you give him too much, he's going to think, what's going on here? Why is he giving me too good of a price? But I did set the trap in pre-production. I was whinsing about saying, you know, I know I've been saying this, but I don't like this. And... And,
2: he, and I even sensed it. I was like, "Well, wait, wait, can't they finish they on air third? Did. Can't they finish third? And then you're, the like, way- live, you're like, live radio, Steve. <laughs> and
1: then we spent... You the- consider him a friend? <laughs> yes. Not at that moment. <laughs> no. If I didn't
0: do it, he should have caused to question. it. Because this is what we do. This is the business we've chosen. If, let me ask you a you, question. You, you
1: want to fuck the bookie, not your
0: buddy. I want to fuck anyone that can get... I don't want to fuck anyone. I want to beat them. Well, I do want to fuck people. Nothing with money. Let me ask you this: If you had to get a thousand bucks, and it was like important to you, where am I on the? And just be honest, where am I on the list that so I can go to him and I'd have, Yeah, I get it. Third, I'm third. And you're counting your wife and your kid. My wife's one. Okay. Yeah. Who? And someone else's too. Yes. I'm third. My See, best friends too. And listen, I do appreciate you saying that. I think it's true because as much as i fight to, it's like competitor it's like some of the best friends are, combat each other you know if it's uh, let me ask you when you would fight people in your gym ufc style and they were like you probably had training partners that became good friends right yeah. would you go easier on them no so what are we training for if we go easier on each other we're going to get chewed up when we go out in the world could you imagine rj bell just getting chewed up no i would i disappear if I even feel like I do when I have the flu. In the,
1: it, but when you're sparring with your teammates, there's a you know you're not out for blood. Except for
0: a thousand bucks is in blood for him. Okay. That's a good point. It's an, it's like a nice Charlie horse. All right. All right. Just made me twelve grand on Phoenix. That was nice. That was nice. <laughs> that, I, listen, I, let's talk about the season because we're done here, and we're gonna have an extra part. We're gonna have Hitman's gonna have a best bet on that one. We got other best bets. So tomorrow, I think, and it will come out tomorrow night, so it might, you know, so it'll be like Thursday night out, out Friday morning, more or less. We're going to do something where I'm going to pretty much brain dump some ideas about the win totals. We'll get Steve by phone to give us one or two that he likes extra. AJ, you'll sit in with me? Sure. Use your note. Any notes you didn't get to? You can read. And by the way, I'd like to read some notes. This is going to be the extended edition of the DVD. I love the work. I do. And I thought he was excellent this time. Even, yeah, the Rattler struck. (laughs) Uh, AJ, the Rattler Hoffman.
2: That sounds good, doesn't it?
1: I don't know about it.
2: What do you think? Cobra. But it kind of... Hoffman, A rattler warns you. A cobra just
0: strikes. He does warn you with his eyes. Mm. He tells you I'm not happy right now. <laughs> all right. <sighs> we are going to talk about that. And you know what? We're going to have some best bets on there, including my very best bet of all the win totals. I'm only going to have one. And by the way, if I, did you hear about straight out of Vegas? I'm going to have my three-year anniversary best bet. Friday is our three-year anniversary. And I'm going to give my my lock of the three years.
1: Is there going to be cake?
0: It's
2: not a lock. Better than the Ramadan feast. <sighs> Fast. NFL three-year <laughs> lock in a widely
0: available market. Mm. No quality. But it's not a lock. It, no, it's a misnomer. Don't exist. All right, guys. Good stuff. Faz. All joking aside, you are. Uh, I'll say it one more time. If you ever thought, if you, if you buy packages, you should buy this one. If you haven't, this is the time to check it out, I think. The guys are good. And 12 and 6 in college, 10 and 6 NFL. Oh, I was going to talk about the bonus win totals. So you just got, and and plus, I mean, you've had, you week ones historically, they're tough to beat. But week ones, you've been pretty damn good. Yes. All right, boys. Like you AJ won't quit talking. Bye-bye. <laughs>